What's hustle? Work hard? <laughs> no, that's not what you mean, right? <laughs> so if I told my son to hustle, his answer would be just like yours. Because when I said it to him, he was like, what, my feet? Because he's only been coached. Let's do some hustle out there. <laughs> yeah, that's all I thought. The way you said it, though, I'm like, it doesn't quite apply to what you're saying. It could, but not quite. I think this might be just different upbringing. <laughs> but I say hustle. It's about moving things in the street. Still it, got different lingo than you. It's, yeah. it's all... It's all illegal. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like trash cans inside? What do you mean? What do you mean? I take my case to trial. Hire the dream team. Robbie Kardashian, Johnny Cochran. I seen things. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank Podcast, and I've got a lovely one for you today. Lovely because guess who's back? Back in town. Wait, no, how's that? How's that Eminem song go? Guess who's back? Oh, Shady's back. Where did Shady go? Where would Shady have gone? Guess who's back? Shady's back. I guess he's just back with another album. I guess he's not saying he went anywhere. On an exciting new episode of Ari Just Finally Understands Black Culture, we break down Eminem, one of the whitest black culture people there are. Remember when Eminem took over and all black people were like, that's how white people felt when Tiger Woods came onto the scene. Now it seems like, you know, who cares, who cares, you know? But back then, it was like, golf was a white sport. When P.Q. Subban came into the NHL, nobody gave a shit anymore. It was an oddity, but it wasn't like... You know, you can't take over hockey. Gretzky did it. Um, you know, but P.K. Subban is, is an all-star, but he's not taking over. You know? I, who did it in the NBA? They had, well, Jackie Robinson, but he didn't even take over in baseball. But Tiger Woods took the fuck over. He was like the best. And Eminem was the best for a while. <laughs> he was so weird and he left and he's back everyone guess who's back well you already knew it because listen to the song shady that really thin guy shady slim shady i'm a fucking idiot well ali sadiq's back <laughs> i'm punchy I'm punching for being tired. Let's start the episode. Guys, Ali Sadiq has come on to promote his new special, uh, The Domino Effect. You can get it right now on alisadiq.com or, ew, long hair on my microphone, or youtube.com slash, there it is, slash Ali Sadiq. Uh, Ali Sadiq is one of America's treasures, everybody. He's a fucking national storytelling uh, champion. Third runner-up in the Rhodes Scholarship Storytelling Awards uh, for youngsters. At the young age of 16, uh, he was flown all the way to England where he competed against Britain's top storytellers um, in topics including uh, meeting the Queen. Uh, Ali had a great story about meeting the Queen. Now, back then, the Queen was about a drug dealer in his neighborhood who was known as the Queen. Um and also told a second story because they had they ended up having a competition where you had to tell two stories about meeting the queen. A prison 
meeting a fucking punk who is also known as the queen. Very interesting stuff. I'm making a lot of it up. Uh, but he is a great comedian. He has a new special out called The Domino Effect. I got to go watch it. Um, behind on my specials, but I, I got to assume it's going to be fucking sick. Anyway, so uh, I, I was like, Ollie, we got to meet. So we met in Austin, Texas. We met in Austin, Texas on a poorly lit, uh, shady. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's bad enough. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. YouTube.com slash Ari Shapir. It's bad enough when I don't get the lighting right. But when you when you had a dark skinned black you got to say person at the end of black. If you just say a black, it sounds really bad. A black person sounds not bad at all. You're a black person. <laughs> You're a Mexican. Not the same. You can say a Mexican. You can say a Mexican. You're a white. A white person. Yeah, a white sounds worse than a Mexican. A Hispanic. No, that's a, that doesn't count. A Latino. All those are fine. Finally, uh, Latin people, Hispanics, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself now, Latinxes are dominant in something. You can say a Hispanic, a Mexican, a Guatemalan, a Latino, a Latina, a Latinx. That Latinx thing is weird because it really doesn't take into account the fact that there's a grammar. Recording, I am. It, it's there's a masculine and feminine. As someone who has over 125 days consecutive on Duolingo with freezes, um, 126, in fact, I do know that there's masculine and feminine. The same is true for Hebrew. That is something you will not hear about in Ari Shafir Jew taping June 11th and 12th in Brooklyn, New York. That's right, you guys. I'm talking a lot about Judaism, but I will not be talking about the grammar of Hebrew. I don't know it that well. I know it a little bit. There is he, there's masculine and feminine in Hebrew too. Uh, uh, what's a table? Mesa? No, that's Spanish. I don't. Kadur though is ball. Kadur is masculine. Kadura. That's not a word. Uh, anyway, you want to get tickets to that show? You want to go to arishafir.com slash tour. June 11th is sold out. Um, we're doing a final run through. It's It's sold out, you guys. Um, however, June 12th, Sunday, still tickets available, uh, 6 PM and nine o'clock, um, at the roulette intermedium near the Barclays center in Brooklyn, New York, the home of the Jews in America. What a great place to do it. That's eh, by design. And then I'm going to be in, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 17th, doing my next hour, uh, wrong side of history tour, the uh, deport Avenged sevenfold tour. Oh, I had a good one for you guys to do for tour photoshops. Oh, I forgot what the fuck it was. I don't know. Shitting on Graves Tour? No, that can't be that. Anyway, and the Vic Theater in Chicago, Illinois on June 18th. Excited to do that one. Um, Get tickets at rishafir.com and then I'm just on a long break for the summer. I did it in Austin. At the Creek, I did a Creek Week. What a great club. Oh, I forgot to say that. What a fucking great comedy club the Creek is. It's a fucking, just like the Creek was in New York. It's a fucking home for young comics. If you're a new comic in Austin, Texas, and you're looking for a home, looking for a place to meet other comics, 
There's some weirdos, and there's some fucking legit people, and there's some fucking uh, business professionals who are doing comedy at night. The Creek is the place where you can find each other and meet and learn the comedy scene in Austin. It ain't going to be the fucking high-level shows. You're a beginner. You need to find the fucking chuds, and the chuds are all hanging out at the Creek. It's great. It really is fucking... You got to understand who started the Creek in, the, in New York. Mark Norman, Michael Che, Joe List, Nate Bargatze, Michelle Wolf, others. Um, they all got their start there. It's a home for young comics. You get to learn your craft. You get to meet other people. And that's where you want to be. It's run by a fucking crazy lunatic named Rebecca. She'll look out for you. Hey, guys. All right. Shafir, I host the podcast. Listen, I, uh, I got to break in real quick. Just for, just for a second. I, I just want to... This is fucking... You all know about Dave Chappelle and how he makes jokes, and he'll get support from the the head of Netflix. It's not great, um, and it's happening on lower levels all the time. And we don't really get support, so I just want to throw my support behind a comedian who's fucking fighting back against this fucking shit. There's a comedian in in, in Ontario and Canada. There's an indigenous comic named Janelle Niles, and she runs a show called uh, Gotland. And they had this show, and it's one of the comedians. Um, called attention to something that's happening in the indigenous community in which women are often being kidnapped and raped and murdered. And he did it through his art form, stand-up comedy. If it was Bob Dylan, he would have wrote a song about it. If it was fucking uh, uh, Faith Ringgold, she would have made a fucking uh, painting about it or a quilt. But this guy's a comedian, and he made a joke about it. And people got fucking pissed. Well, you're making light. No, he's calling attention. And they're coming after they're threatening her life, they're threatening her show, and they're saying, how dare you? And she's not backing down. For the first time in a long time, one of these comedians is not backing down. Janelle Niles, she's a young comic, and she's fighting back. She's being brave. <sighs> Excuse the pun. And she's saying, no, I'm not gonna fucking sell out this comic for doing his job. By the way, everybody in the room laughed. A mostly indigenous audience fucking died laughing. And then it turns out, that in the indigenous community, just like in my community, you get a bunch of cool people at comedy shows and you got a bunch of social justice warriors, again, excuse the pun, who are going to be humorless cunts. And they're coming after and saying, you have to sell out this comic. You have to sell out this fucking great Canadian comic and say he did something bad. And she's not doing it. She's standing up. And that's starting to happen. They're standing up and go, fuck off. I'm not going to do it. He did his job. He made a joke. He called out some horrible shit. And he made a joke about it and you got to laugh about it. So she's not backing down. Janelle, I got your back. Uh, Gotland, I hope you keep fucking doing that show. I hope everybody does that show. If you're there and you want to see the show, go support the indigenous community and the art form of stand-up comedy. And any art form is supposed to drum up trouble. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. That's what it does. And that's what she did. I'm standing here in front of a fucking mirror that's showing off my goddamn bald spot. I'm doing that because I care about this cause. So go support uh, Gotland Comedy Show. Uh, and do not support, do not support the lateral violence that happens when a fucking sellout comic tells other comics that they shouldn't be doing jokes. Fuck you. Legitimately, I'm not going to say your name, but fuck you. How dare you? How dare you tell a young comic that she shouldn't take chances? Fuck off. It worked in the room, you fucking idiot. It worked in the room. Janelle, don't ever apologize. Don't ever back down. Keep being a fucking warrior for stand-up comedy that makes some people feel uncomfortable and made everybody in the room feel fucking great. Uh, if you want to support the indigenous comedy community, go see Gotland. I'm sure it's a great show. And fucking, ah, 
Check it out. What do you want? What do you want? Fucking vanilla comedy? You're going to take away all the fucking outsider shit and you're going to have a world full of fucking Seth Rogen movies. Good luck with that. Good luck having a fucking world of Seth Rogen movies, you dumb fucking cunts. Start up the episode again. Go, go support the fucking show. God damn, I fucking hate this world sometimes. Let's start the episode, you guys. So get tickets for my special, Ari Shafir Do, Jew. Come on, dude. Do you know they renamed The Wandering Jew to The Wandering Dude? Literally nobody's asking. Literally nobody's asking. Can I just tell you this? Oh, have we collectively gotten sick of backlash? It's never real. I saw the thing that John Mulaney brought up uh, brought up Dave Chappelle uh, to do a guest spot on his show, a secret opening, and people were upset. That was a news story, multiple news stories. People were upset that John Mulaney, as soon as I heard it, DeVito told me, right, and Anthony DeVito, he goes, uh, people are upset. I'm like, no, that's not the story. That's not the story. How many people were at the John Mulaney show? 10,000? You know how many people were upset? 30? So the story is, the actual story is, 9,970 people are over the moon at Dave Chappelle coming on to an already fucking valuable show. It's $40. Now it's worth $200 and they still only paid 40. That's the story. But that fucking media won't let you fucking have that story. So they tell you like people are upset, people are upset. And then everybody's got to weigh in and say, well, I heard people are upset. Well, they should be upset. Well, they should be. Well, they have a right to be warned. And everyone's weighing in on a non-story. I mean, you hear it, and as soon as you hear it, I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, that's not true. That's what we should all be doing. That's not true. You know? Uh, it's like those kids that got shot in Texas. What about the kids that didn't get shot? Again, they had a great day. They got off early. Dude, it's Central Texas, or wherever the fuck it is in Texas. It's mid to late May, and you're getting a snow day? I mean, I mean, sure, there's going to be some scarring, some emotional scarring that's never going to go away, obviously. You know, you'll have to see a therapist. It'll come up. Even when you're 40 or 50, it'll probably get in the way of your relationships. You'll probably get a divorce. You'll probably get a divorce and not be able to be a good father to your children. And all because of that day. But it doesn't mean you didn't get the snow day in May in Texas. You got to count your blessings. I'm not going to say it's not a negative. It's a negative overall. Can't overlook the positives. It's one kid. At least one kid had a fucking paper due that day that he hadn't done or a quiz that he wasn't ready for. And he got one extra day. It was a miracle of sorts in that kid's mind. A miracle. All right. This is the kind of shit that you say that gets people to hate you. There's no reason for it. (laughs) It's not thought out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't read the news story. When you don't read the news, the shit just goes right over your head. You hear little things and you don't feel anything. Dude, I was on Rogan's podcast with Tony Hinchcliffe and we were talking about uh, Travis Barker uh, stampede. And I know that's not the right word. I know it's not Travis Barker, but isn't it fun to say the Travis Barker stampede instead of the other one? It's a sign of disrespect to celebrities. That's what I learned from Paul Mooney. The great Paul Mooney used to get fucked in the ass by Richard Pryor. That's right, that Paul Mooney. Fucked in the ass by Richard Pryor. And in return for fucking getting his fucking... But just ripped open, had his hole made bigger. In return for that, he wrote Richard Pryor fucking award-winning sketches on Saturday Night Live. It was a give and take. Um, mostly a take. Um, anyway, he used to say that like uh, he would intentionally not know the name of celebrities. He'd be like, oh, I don't, don't give me the song of that fat bitch. 
And they're like, who, who's that? And he would say like a little hint. People are like, Aretha Franklin. Oh, that's the bitch. Aretha Franklin. I asked him once. I'm like, wait, come on, man. You know Aretha Franklin's name. What, what's, what's the deal? What are you doing? That was the great thing about being a comedy store comic. You get to ask greats for advice or for technique. And he would be like, yeah, I put myself in a position. I'm not going to do the black voice anymore. The gay black voice. Um, he talked that way. Oh, motherfucker. Don't give it. Because of the fucking ass fucking he took from Richard Pryor. One of, if not, the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. You ever hear Chappelle say he's the goat? <laughs> Ask him, do you think you're better than Pryor? I don't know. I really don't know. I hate rankings, but it'd be fun to ask him. Um, and he, he would say, yeah, it puts me in a higher position as a celebrity. It allows you to make fun of them because I can't even be bothered to learn their name. And it also involves the crowd a little bit. Doesn't get them to heckle, but it, it's, a, it's like they're on my side. We're all together here trying to remember. Great technique from Paul Mooney. Great technique. Never ask about how to take the the cock into the butt um, from a fucking uh, amazing, probably legendary, generational comic. Never ask him about that. Never ask him about that. I guess, you know, you'll never get those moments back. You know what Rebecca said? Um, she asked me, I told her about like hiring comedians at the, at the oh shit, I, I gotta start this episode. Nah, my ramblings are okay. This one's a pretty good one. She asked me about hiring comedians. And I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, why do Bitsy hire comedians? To be the door guys at the comedy store. To be the phone guys. To be the cover booth guys. Dude, if you're watching on YouTube right now, this is a fucking sweet Rushmore style setup right now. I love a good, I love a good fucking backdrop. Doesn't this go? Look at the fucking lotus flower coming out of my head. Um, and I said it's because she wanted us comics to learn from the greats. To be able to watch, not even the great greats, to be able to watch just professional comics night after night. We would learn stuff. And I've learned stuff about storytelling from one Mr. Ali Sadiq. And Rebecca goes, weren't the comedians bad employees? And I was like, oh, far worse than that. They were terrible employees. They were really, really bad employees. And she goes, did they at least do their job? Like, not even. We disappear for a while, but she was like, "Just limits. You can go fuck some skank in the back, takes a skaz up to the fucking abandoned uh, main room, and go fucking blow it out, get your dick sucked. But you gotta get back on your shift. You gotta tell Chewy, hey man, excuse me, I'm about to get drained my milk of this fucking blessed creature that's willing to fucking suck my life out of my cock. Watch the cover booth for a second. I'll be right back. But then you don't cuddle afterwards. You get right back there." And Rebecca goes, well, do the comedians ever steal? I'm like, quite often. I used to take uh, every Sunday an open mic night. It was Monday back then. Me and uh, my friend Sean, uh, we used to take one cover booth, $5. And we'd take that, go to Pink Dot, we'd buy Doritos and ice cream, and we'd live like kings. Other people paid off their mortgages with it. That was the deal she had. You can steal some, but don't go crazy with it. It was her way of giving charity to the people it was like it was our version of taking one step into the uh into the um into the red sea and having it part for us that's right that's a passover moses reference that you'll only get from ari shafir jew taping june 11th and 12th get tickets right now at ariashafir.com they're gonna be gone soon you guys uh, oh my um i can't wait i can't wait i mean i am ready to be done with this and then move on to my next hour June 17th and 18th in Minneapolis and Chicago. Whew. And then I'm not anywhere until like fucking September. I'm in Philly or something. Um, 
And I'm just not even going to promote dates for like a month. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious. Anyway, Ali Sadiq has a new special out called The Domino Effect. And if I were you, I would watch it. As soon as this podcast is over, I am going to watch it. Um, yeah, youtube.com slash Ali Sadiq. I'm also on Patreon and on YouTube at Ari Shafir. And on Patreon, Patreon at Ari Shafir where I did not do an episode this week, but I did one last week, and I did three the week before. That's what you get with me. Ari, intermittent Shafir. So ladies and gentlemen, let's start the episode. Me and Ali Sadiq, two people who came from wildly different backgrounds, trying to communicate with each other. And that's what this episode's all about, trying to learn our words and communicate with each other about, I don't know, man, a life that I could barely understand. Two hustlers, that's what we are. Every day I'm hustling. I'm doing this fucking podcast. And he was doing other stuff. He was slinging that dope. I never slang dope, but I did sling. I did actually have my arm in a sling once because I broke it skiing um, in Vail. Yeah, it's a very different, a very different life experience between me and Ali. So, guys, let's start the episode. Ari Shafir Skeptic, episode 473. Is that right? 473. That's right. The area code of Granada. A leading scam site. If you ever get a phone call from from four seven three, do not pick that up. Do not text back. That's Granada. You don't want any part of that. You don't want any part of the four seven three. But you do want a part of episode of, of episode four seventy three. Festival of hustlers. Nah. Hustler festival. Yeah. Festival of hustlers. Nah. I don't know. Hustler. Hustler fest. Couple of hustlers. Festival of hustlers. Hustler, hustler festivals. Hustlers at a festival. The weird thing is, you don't know what I'm talking about right now. You will once you hear the episode. It's good. It went all over the place. It was a fucking good episode, though. I really like talking to Ali, especially once we get loose. Give it like 20 minutes in, and then you'll it'll really get loose. Uh, maybe 30. Uh, Festival of Hustlers. I, but I hold back the right to rename it uh, Hustler Festival. Uh, yeah, I think Festival of Hustlers. We'll see. With Ali Zadik. Starts now. Sucker, snake you're tripping with, yes, I'm the boss. Seven forty-five, white on white, that's Rick Ross. I keep them wide, I keep them long, I keep them fat. I keep them coming back. We keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution. I'm like Atlantic. All right, hey buddy, <laughs> it's nice to see you. Um, we're here at a fucking Airbnb in Austin, Texas. The dog you're hearing is a next door neighbor's dog. They have a dog up there who uh, goes up from the other yard, goes up there, and then just like sees squirrels and barks nonstop. And and my the bedroom is right here, so I just hear this yippy fucking dog at seven a.m. And I'm like, what? It's like barking at my window. That's like me be. It's like me being at home right now. I have a, a cane. I have a cane corso. Yeah, what's a cane corso? It's a Italian mastiff. Okay. A kind of corso. They you know however they pronounce it. Most people just say cane. It's whatever is on the other side of the fence. Yeah. 
he just chases it, whatever it is. Like on the outside. On, it's on, I don't even Running know. along. I can't see what it is. It's just, <laughs> he's just balking and running. And, and sound like a Hemi truck starting. Yeah. He's insane. They get territorial when they get him a yard. They're like I, protecting their yard. I don't even know if it's territorial. It's like when I take him on a walk, he stops and sprays everywhere like boy it's just like ah 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 every every 10 steps it's like yo i want i i, I want to spray something right there so i think somebody else peed right there i want to pee too oh yeah i heard boy dogs have a separate bladder one for pissing and one for like marking territory wow so that's why they can like after they piss they can still like let me just get a little on this let me get a little on this man i think it was a comic that said I don't know who I think I heard it in passing. I may not have been paying attention, but I, the only reason I don't say the joke is because I think somebody else said it. Yeah. About if men were like that. Yeah. You just stop by, put guys out and put, you know, put a little bit of sperm, just like a touch, <laughs> and just be like, just wipe it on, and <laughs> just be like, they know now it's mine. Hey man, I came by your spot. You see, you see, I, I, I peed in front of your house. Yeah. <laughs> see a chick and just be like just be like oh your your wife's lovely and just like what is that like it's just a little pee I just piss on my finger a little bit and just put it, put it on her face yeah I stopped by her yard and pissed on her house just to like let him know yeah Ali's been here boy dogs suck <laughs> they're fine but it, that shit it's the pissing everywhere I don't think girl dogs do girl dogs mock territory mm-mm, mm-mm. but they will do uh, they will bleed all over your couch if you don't get them fixed oh man ah yeah, when it's too late, it's too I late. Would, I would definitely blame my daughter. I'm like, you did this. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I'm only nine. Like, that's the right time. She's like, it's not. Ask mom. It's not the right time yet. It's like when I'm 13. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of blaming your dog. <laughs> like, we're not getting rid of the dog, but you will go off to college. So I, I would ask the dog. and I. That's weird that... I say something to my dog, and I know when he's guilty, cause his ears go down. Yeah, huh? When he's not guilty, he turns his head to the side. Like, what are you even? What are you, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you even talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, but as soon as I say you did this, and them ears go down, and it's like, man, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think you saw me dig that huge hole in the in the yard. I saw a video of these two dogs. Some lady made I just love dog videos. And some lady's like, Hey, who chewed up the remote control? And these two dogs are sitting there and one dog just puts his paw on the other dog <laughs> and she just starts laughing. She's like, you know, Billy Bob, is that true? Did you do this? And he just looks down. Like, now I'm gonna ask you guys again, who chewed up this remote control? And that first dog just puts his paw on the other dog again. <laughs> so he looks like, down. I'm like, how do they know enough? To yeah. rat on each other. <laughs> you crossing animals. Yeah. <laughs> no telling. Damn. How's Houston going now? Houston, when I left, it was full of rain. But it's 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 a nice it's you you have to ask Houstonians about Houston in August. It's Cause, oppressive. Cause that's when that's when you hate Houston like yo man you think about moving and then you know you you make it through and then December everybody's sending you pictures of shoveling and 
oh, scraping yeah. snow off their car and you have on shorts and flip flops like what? Yeah. Weather storm is weather is weather <laughs> weather's happening. <laughs> you guys in the South States though, like here in Phoenix and, and Houston, whatever, it's it was different than when I used to live in LA. LA just stays moderate the whole time. Yeah. A couple heat waves, but no, nothing crazy. But then like, right, you don't even you see Twitter and suddenly it's like, you know, there's a Midwest will get a blanket of snow and you're just like, When is that from? Like, like right now. You're like what? what? <laughs> I played golf today. What, what are you talking like, about? When is that from? Is this like the fifties? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it could be any time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to Iceland? Like, no, nah, dude, that's just Minnesota. Oh, hey, come in here. They they replaying the ice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, what? Yeah. When everybody comes to like places like Houston in like in like uh, in December and they're like, I could move here. This is nice. It's not that cold. It's pretty nice. And then you're like, it's not I the right was time. um place that I hang out at the reggae bodega on Almeida. The reggae bodega, yeah. I I um my boys Papa Doc and um Nap own it. So me and Doc outside, um just chatting it up, and this lady pulls up and she gets out. It's an older lady. She's her daughter just moved there from St. Louis. Yeah. She's talking to us and she's like, "Yo, I'm thinking about moving here. Look." In St. Louis, you could fry an egg on the ground. Here, this is nice. And we sitting there looking at her like, no, nah, man, don't, don't let, don't let this fool you. This is, yeah. this is the, this not even the pregame. Like, this is when the camera people show up and start setting up, and it, they, they haven't even brought in. The, the the set yet like yeah. man you don't understand <laughs> this isn't it this, this is isn't what you're beginning this is may you to get him. in the ma'am you come come here we told her come here the last week of july and try to stay to august you will not be here august 2nd is it humid there too oh yeah what, what? humid it's like a human, two human beings. Like as soon as you walk out, two it's like two human beings latch on to you, and you got to walk around with them, like <laughs> with their body. <laughs> oh, it's, oh. it's like <laughs> I remember in Maryland, it got, it got so humid because the Chesapeake Bay that you could like feel the air when you're breathing it. We go to Maryland like it's for the winter. <laughs> Yeah. And so like, oh, it's so nice. It's so cool out here. <laughs> and yeah. and whatever y'all like, oh, it's hot. We like what? I need a sweater. It is cool though, because like for those states, I talked to an Uber driver in Phoenix, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, we leave. Ten, we don't stay in August. That's when we do our family vacations." But like in New York, you know, the kids are off July and August, so that's when you want to go do like a, a fun trip. But but that's like that's the last time you want to miss in New York. It's so fun. But in Phoenix and Houston, like that is the time you want to get the fuck out and go to Maine. <laughs> it's like it's the right time that's, that's, to leave. That's the right time to get out of there. Yeah. And and I and I think, you know what's the weirdest thing I when you talk to people from Maryland, mostly black people that I've talked to from Maryland bring up crab cakes. Like they like, oh number one number one crab, crab <laughs> of the worlds. I'm like, do you know where I live at? Like I live in Houston. Like <laughs> Is there a good crab there? It, it must we, be the Gulf, right? It's the Gulf of Mexico. Right. <laughs> it's like seafood, like Moses seafood. <laughs> we, it's like we have an ocean, a whole ocean. Yeah. We we have a thing we go crabbing. Like really? Yeah, we go crabbing. How do you catch them? You you tie you tie um drumsticks and meat to the string, and 
you lower the string and crab come up and they clamp on. Just buffalo wings? Any any chicken raw chicken wing. And they'll just and they just pull and, them up? Yeah, you just pull them up. Can you still eat the chicken? No. The chicken's done. The chicken's done. You put, you cast <laughs> that back down. You can't. And you and it and it's and my uncles and them used to go at um certain times of the moon. Oh really? Yeah, like they they had it down. Like so Interesting. when like we talk about seafood and this it's like Louisiana and Texas, that's almost all we know. Like that's we grew everybody grew up on that. Right. Wow, yeah, 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 for sure. So when somebody from somewhere is like, you like, yeah, that's y'all big up that way with the crab, but like crab is a big it's, thing. It's so weird. They're like, well, we're known for that. It's like, that doesn't mean no one else has it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Reggie went to, went to Buffalo and it was like, it was like, you get the wings. Like, you don't think we have Buffalo wings where I'm from? Like, I get you invented it, but it's caught on. Yeah. And it's not like you do it special. You don't have access to better chicken. And this is even worse, man. I'm from Maryland. That was always like, we weren't allowed to eat it because we were kosher, yeah. You know, but but then it's like, yeah, damn. <laughs> Never consider that. Like, yeah, you like, can get it everywhere. And like you get you get crabs everywhere. Yeah. And they were like, not what was my blue crab? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian Appalucci went to uh, Maine, and they kept trying to sell us these promoters. Kept trying to sell us on like, why don't more comics come to Maine? And it was like, it's got a great food scene. It's got whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's like you can just route it from Boston. I'm like, okay. But he kept going back to the food scene because it's got a great food scene. I'm like, motherfucker, we live in New York City. <laughs> it's are like... you who are you talking to? <laughs> like, I get it. You got a good scene for Maine, but not for, like, <laughs> for, for have Maine. some respect. That's uh, hilarious. It, and it was weird. It's like, it's a lot of people that live in Houston that's from everywhere. And it, and somebody that tell me, well, man, y'all don't have this. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, you know, I live here, right? <laughs> like, I can take you to a Dominican area. Like, right. like it's, we have, we have a African, like Bensonette is, like if you traveling through Africa, like every hundred kilometers you somewhere different, you could do that on Bensonette. Really? You different kinds go, of Africa. You can go from Nigeria to Senegal to Togo to Sierra Leone to Morocco. You could you you could do that on Bensonette. Damn. Because they they all merged on one area. Like I think that people don't think that what's a what's a known area in every place? Chinatown. Chinatown, yeah. They don't think nobody else does that. Has a Chinatown? <laughs> it's like you think like, you have, like, that's like, right. It's like <laughs> it it may it may not sound as as it doesn't flow off the tongue as Nigerian town doesn't right. doesn't flow. If, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't call the whole thing Cape Town. Yeah. You know, it needs to be Nigeria one Town. Solid, yeah, you'd have yeah. to shorten it. And you can't shorten Nigeria Town because then you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. You can't spell it Niger Town. You're, you're already, <laughs> dude, just, just call, it, call it Little Africa. That's your best chance. <laughs> <laughs> Look how it's going to do. You know, I think, they, I think do. They, didn't come, they didn't come with everybody. <laughs> yeah. You can call it Togoland, but you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> no, no. Timbuktu, they not like, they like, no. 
it's a place, but I don't think everybody's from there. Like, yeah. Africa is. I wonder, I wonder if Africans come in and be like, we have African food here. I was like, what does that mean, African food? You think Liberia <laughs> is the same as fucking the other coasts as Somalia? What are you talking about? That's like, yeah. Like, um, we have a, we have the, chi- this is the, the crazy thing in Houston. People think that they, DC, here we go. We, yeah. D, back to, back to, back to Maryland. <laughs> back yeah. to Maryland again. My friend was banging my, hey man, we we riding around. He said, hey man, you ever, you ever seen a consulate before? You know, this is a consulate. I'm like. Consulate? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, have them in Houston. Do you have consulates in Houston? Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's like, <laughs> it's no way. I'm like, like the Chinese council is there, the Indonesian. I guess because they're not all going to go to DC to get their shit done. They have <laughs> LA. It's like we're not trying to fly cross country to get a stamp, a passport stamped. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's like it's like I, I think that people think that it's just that you know, hey, you know, like where I'm from. I get that part now. If you start talking about anything economical. This this it's ghettos everywhere. Yeah, right, it's, right, right, right. Like, um You think you guys invented poor? Like, <laughs> it's like it's like if you came to Houston and you wanted to go to a Jewish area, we have a huge Jewish area. It's like it's it's like it was like, oh not, not like not the ones with the hats though. Like You do, yeah. you got Hasidic Jews. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a Metzger said. That's what you need for a real town. You need Jews, gays, and a Chinatown. <laughs> if you got if you got two out of three, it's pretty good. You got to at least have two out of three. If you have Jews and no gays and no Chinatown, that's just oh, Israel. We have an area called Montrose. Uh huh. Where's that? Hasidic Jews. That's the gays. That's the gays. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think, um, yeah, that that whole area is there. That belong that if. You 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 can't be in that area talking about look at you know this, this is, is the like, norm here. Yeah. This is the like you can't be over here doing that. Like you can do that in your area, but not here. Yeah. I remember when I drove me and my eventual roommate drove in driving through LA looking for like place to live, just driving from neighborhoods. And then we suddenly realized driving through West Hollywood. We didn't know anything. We're like, why are all the billboards they all changed. <laughs> like, it's a lot of dudes in shorts only. <laughs> and you're like, what? Is, oh, oh, I think this is a gay town. <laughs> like, this is gay. I asked my friend about it back home. I gave him from college. He goes, yeah, that's Mecca. West Hollywood is Mecca for us. He <laughs> <laughs> used to go, they have the, um, in Galveston, they have a, um, they, it's called Splash. They have a. What's that? That could be a water park or a gay bar. It's. Galveston, like the whole city, they have a like a festival. Oh, okay. And it's like a week, and concerts and nice. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a big thing, and that's when you could probably rob all of Montrose. You just was like <laughs> into taking into things free money you just get you a bag <laughs> a santa claus bag and just go oh no one's i'm quite sure no one's home here <laughs> do they do that in new york during the pandemic they knew people left and went to like their like their woods homes and like back to their parents and stuff and oh, they wow. realized it was like delivery guys like the package has been there for a while these motherfuckers are gone and they would go roof to roof to roof and then drop down 
and just go door to door, breaking in. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like half buildings were just empty for a while. Hey, everybody. Do you know I'm a touring comedian? That's right. My name's Ari Shafir. You can look me up on Google.com. And I'm doing shows in Chicago on June 18th at the Vic Theater. You can get tickets for that at AriShafir.com. And I'm also doing a show the night before at the Pantages Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Did you know that Minneapolis was a city in Minnesota? Hmm. Well, it is. And I'm doing a show there at the Pantages Theater. Now, both the Pantages Theater and the Vic Theater are spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E, which means they're classic venues, which means they're fucking heady, quality. And I'll be doing degenerate jokes about my dick, about various drugs I've used. You'll want to see it. Go to get tickets at AriShafir.com. And also, and above all, get tickets for Ari Shafir Jew, June 11th and 12th at the Roulette Intermedium in Brooklyn, New York. You can only get tickets for all these shows at AriShafir.com slash tour. That's right. Every one of them only available at AriShafir.com slash tour. Or you can just go to AriShafir.com and then find the tour page and fucking click on that. You legitimately can get tickets for fucking Minneapolis and Chicago from their websites. But Ari Shafir Jew in Brooklyn, New York, that's only at AriShafir.com. Just go for all this. Get for all my fucking shows. Anyway, guys, that's my fucking, you know, that's my plug for my dates. Let's get back to the episode. Let's Let's not take time away from the second Muslim in a row that I've had on this podcast. Such a chance. Black Muslims too, huh? Um, and an Asian American History Month, no less. I should have saved these for fucking February. Uh, and let's get back to it. Can take us now? Arishfair.com. See me do stand up? Goodbye. Let's talk to Ali. I, I wouldn't even, I would have never uh, let it be known that I was gone. I mean, I would have did some Home Alone shit. How, what, just, rigged some shit? Like, I, like like Ferris Bueller? Yeah, man, it had been something happening, yeah. man, in my house. Like, <laughs> man, I, I, I couldn't imagine. Because you think like a criminal. These people don't think like criminals. <laughs> so I, like, I still... I, <laughs> you I, still got it in you. It's still safety with me. Yeah. It's like... It, it, and it's hard, man, when, you, when people don't know the other side. When you don't know the other side of it and you haven't sat down and had intimate conversations about yo man why you do why you do what you did like and they give you this ideology that they have and you like so you look for this just like man it's it's i do that for myself like i'm like i'm not i don't make myself vulnerable to somebody that may have the the leg up at that time i may be able to beat them straight up yeah. But now you got the leg up on me because I put myself in that position. So I still look out for things like that. Damn. Yeah, right. I don't walk around free. Like, like it's a big thing. Like, people like, well, people attacking people on stage. I've always been prepared for that. I've never not been prepared what for that. What do you do? What's your self-defense in, in, oh, in your head? It, it's a lot. Because it's, it's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. So A lot of it's just happened to. It's this, surprising. It. You get rushed. There's drunks. You're playing the drunks. And it depends on where, I, where I'm at with it. If I catch you, I I like to catch them that first, when they do the first step towards. Uh-huh. And 
catch him with that right. <laughs> you just punch. And 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 let him know why you shouldn't have did it. Like, yo, I'm a I'm a trained fighter. And so I'm like, yo, come up here. Go on up, come on up here. And and see the just I just want I wanted I want somebody to be able to video it too when when I caught you. Boom! And then like, and I'm gonna catch you flush. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that Pat video? Like, you ever seen Miss Pat's video? You no. gotta ask her for it when you see her. Some some open mic or something was like talking shit while she was on stage, and she was like, "Come up here, then," or whatever. Like, you know, playing the light on. If you get up here, it's on. And yeah. she fucking pulls her wig off and was like, "Come," which is like, "Don't go up there, man." And he took one step on this, and that was enough for. Her. And then he's back in the audience. <laughs> he just punched him. Shit, yeah. You got to ask her for it. It's on good. her phone. You got to ask her for it. Good, Miss Pat. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Protect your area. This is my this, area. This is my, and hey, you you invade my workspace. Yeah. We always had a thing, because, you know, anybody who stirs the pot or, or, or like, is dirty or dark is like, you're going to have someone go, hey, that's not, you know, you talk about, I, I don't know, the, uh, the fucking Katrina after it happens or, yeah. or whatever, or 9-11. You're going to have somebody going, that's not funny to me. And just with alcohol, they're gonna be like, I think mostly they just want to get in your face and see if you'll back down. I never forget this guy. His girl, him and his girl got into it, and she walked back into the showroom and say, "Come oh. the fuck on, bring your ass the fuck on." And I said, "Hey, my man, just go on, so you can stop interrupting the show." Fuck you! I'm like, <laughs> so because your girl is getting on you, you want to say fuck me? I say the difference is. She love you. You come over here. I don't have. I don't care two shits about you. Yeah, <clears throat> she's not blowing me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all can go home and make up. You ain't gonna ever be able to make up with me because I'm gonna knock your shit up. I'm like, I'm. I'm like, man, I'm not for <laughs> that shit. Stay in your cause I, because I'm not a comic that bothers the audience. No, you're so not. You're telling I'm personal saying, stories. Whatever I'm saying, it has nothing to do with you. This shit got to do with how I think about something, how things happen with me. Uh, anything I'm saying has something to do with me, and I'm honest about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to deal with every goddamn thing. That's why I talk about it. You honestly don't even like, even with your old prison stories. I haven't seen the new, the new special Domino Effect is on YouTube right now. Everybody go check it out. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Ali Sadiq. Um, Damn it! They can go to Ali. They can go to my website. It take you straight to it, alisadiq.com, or you can just go Perfect. on YouTube. Yeah. Perfect. Go to alisadiq.com. That's the best way. You can see his tour dates and everything there too. No matter when you're listening, just go see his tour dates. Go watch the special. Ali's funny, hilarious. But the ones I remember from before, um, it's not even like here's what we need for prison reform. It's just here's what I did in prison. Even yeah. those stories, it was like I, I'm not, you're not trying to make a fucking you know stance on. The I'm, world, it's just, this is my experience. Because it's like, people are gonna get bits and pieces from everybody to mold themselves if that's what they choosing to do. Yeah. And sometimes you may have a person that you can relate to. I'm not gonna, everybody's not gonna relate to me. My story's not, nobody, sometimes people don't even see the parallel between, even if it's not prison, the parallel between, like on the new special, when um, this guy tell me, hey man, everybody over here hustle. I'm 14 when I first hear this. It's two things going on in my head. What's hustle? Work hard? <laughs> no, that's not what you mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, when I heard it, I'm like, I don't think that means what I what I think it means. 
Hey, let me go to let me go to a side a side. Boy, that's funny. That is, you don't. I'm I don't way even, off, right? I don't even. You don't even know how funny that is because it's a, it's a part of the honesty of like my son. My son is eleven, uh-huh. and he's really eleven. He was able to be a kid. Like things don't resonate with him that at ten resonated with me because I was put into a precarious situation with my father. So my mentality changed from being a kid to being looking at the world a lot different. So if I told my son to hustle, his answer would be just like yours. Because when I said it to him, he was like, what, my feet? Because he's only been coached. Let's see some hustle out there. Yeah, Yeah, that's all I thought. The way you said it, though, I'm like, it doesn't quite apply to what you're saying. It could, but not quite. I think this might be just different upbringing. (laughs) So when when, when I say hustle, it's about moving things in the street. You know, it's about being... Still it, got different lingo than you. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's all it's all illegal. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like trash cans inside? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> so, um, growing up with a father that was a hustler, then you get breeded different. Oh right. And so when he he told me that everybody will be a hustle, my honest answer was why my mama has a job. So I don't I don't need to do nothing to take care of myself. My mother takes care of me cuz she has a job. Like I'm not a street I'm not a street kid at this point like me at 14 you mean yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not a street kid when i meet these people i'm i'm just a no i've been with my father but that's not i've seen stuff with my father but that's not who i am and i didn't know like it's not even your upper to the like i don't understand what you're saying like, yeah like why would that like like why like you gotta take care of yourself yeah like even with my daddy i didn't have to take care of myself like yeah everyone is different like like i had a job in college help pay for college yeah but like other kids like why do you have that job I'm like, oh, oh, right. You just wouldn't even comprehend that somebody would have to do this. Like, <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay, so you like, you know, school is like, like your job. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they think. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, it's just paid for. School's paid for. Like, well, no. Sometimes some of it's paid for. Sometimes none of it's paid for. Yeah. Sometimes all of it's paid for. So yeah. I had, I'm on the some of it route. <laughs> <laughs> so. so that's the thing, people. In that, in that mind, just in that mindset alone, it's impossible for you to understand everything because it, it's not your day to day life, and it was, it's never been your life. So, just like with me, I would think a certain way, just like you thought about how hustle, what hustle meant, because I don't deal with that on the day to day. My, that's not, that's not my experience, my life, life. or my experience. It's like. I see things in a different way. And even the people that I have dealt with, 
they see they may be the same as you they had a, a different upbringing so they may understand but i can't think that because this jewish guy that i know that's right, right, tall, right, that's right. tall and, and 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 quirky uh-huh. and with the and paid for some of his college i'm he's still not like you exactly you know because they're like they're like uh well i'm a jew from maryland so like oh so me and Judah Freelander have the same exact type of comedy. <laughs> who's also a Jew from Maryland? Like, no. Like, that's a no. Yeah, you want to put people into categories, but the categories also get broken down. The the category gets broken down, and even in that category, somebody breaks that category down. Mm-hmm. So, how do you put people in this box, but say you're a free minded thinker? It's impossible because you, you you're closed minded. It's honestly almost impossible to really communicate because you're just your your meaning on words are different than you know your connotative meaning is like you picture this, I'm picturing this, and you're both arguing based on some word. Yeah, that has a different meaning. Even even in that meaning, like I explained hustle to you, the word that that could get you the very. I think this is a this is a key. The communication is not on you. It's on me. To get it to me. To get it to you. Yeah, right, right. There's two different ways of saying it. You didn't understand or I didn't explain it right. Right, one's on you, one's my fault. One, you know, one or the other. Yeah. Even if you don't understand, it's still on me mm-hmm. because I'm the communicator. I'm not doing a good enough job to get, so, so we went through two levels to give people to understand that maybe listening that's watching I said hustle his understanding was different then I gave another another term Move stuff of on moving the street. stuff and it still <laughs> was Closer. like ah, still, I don't I'm know what not, you mean I'm not even warm <laughs> <Yeah>. not even <laughs> then I said it's all illegal boom okay okay so nah. now nah. I'm I'm closer to this now even in even in that there's legal hustles. And you know what the legal hustle is? Is what we do. The terminology in my in my neighborhood is we both hustling. Comedy is a hustle. A hustle. Because of just the terminology. And that means work to them. You're getting paid, making your money, yeah. doing something to fucking, you know. You know what I'm saying? Put a fucking mic and to a so box. My uncle growing up, my uncle's, hey man, what's your hustle? And that's just he's just and then your hustle your could be on that side of the law or that or the side, other of, the side law. of the law. But whatever it is, I'm not judging. It. Like, what is it? What's your, what's your hustle? How do you pay your rent? Yeah. How you make your How you make your bread? Now, when somebody say how you make your bread, if you talking to that my if you talking to my <laughs> daughter, she a chef. She gonna first thing. So I start. Yeast, I wrote the yeast <laughs> is the most important thing. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then go into this whole long dissertation about yeast. Yeah. It? And so I think that people got have to understand that the you have to be able open to the conversation for me to be able to constantly communicate to get you to understand where I am coming from or what I'm saying. I think that's an, one of the number one things that's causing all this fucking anger at each other and that, that we can all sort of sense. I've asked crowds about it enough. And they're like, it's not just in my industry, right? You guys get like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, it's like, you're just talking with different lingo and, and you're not quite communicating. You're arguing about things that aren't even, 
it's like I heard somebody say, like, what do you like better, chocolate or vanilla? And it's like, chocolate. I was like, you hate vanilla? Like, no, I didn't say that. I just said I like chocolate better. I saw some quote once, like, uh, it said, like, male comics suck. And and everyone's like, well, you think female comics are better? She goes, and then she goes, no, I think female comics suck too. I'm just commenting on this comic. I, th- I hate comedy. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't get what you were saying. I thought you were just singling out one. Oh, but, yeah. But somebody comes and reads the half reads it half understands it and now you and uh they said this not at all that's not what i said Mm -hmm. and once you explain one time then it'd be a thousand other people comment on the explanation (laughs) or not i I don't think this is what you was really like now you thinking for me now it's weird i think it's a lot of us who are in too big a world so like before it's like i can talk to a comic and i can be like like even words like tag, tag means something different to a child than it does to us. Yeah, you know. And but I know I'm talking to a small group of people, just comedy store employees. You know, I'm talking to them. It's like we, we all know each other's lingo. Eh. We, no, so we're all. It's a better communication. It, and then you get too broad. It's like, it's like somebody saying, "Yo, was at the comedy store, and I heard Ari saying." That he was going to tag you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're like, what? <laughs> you said that? <laughs> like, no, I mean, I'm going to, I saw his joke. I was going to offer him some, te- some fucking jokes on top of it. I thought he could go a different angle with yeah, it. But the you're ready person, to fight me, and it's like, oh, what? The, <laughs> he coming to tell me, and he and he's standing with all this. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it's this. So you know I told Ali that Ari was gonna tag him. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> they round here tagging each other. Like <laughs> yeah, now, we're just, now we're just like in a what some weird gay, like gay swinger world. And like like what? they don't even know what it is. Like then he's talking to some, another person that don't know the lingo. Now it's yo, let me tell you what I heard about Ali and Ari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard it's been it been it's been corroborated. <laughs> Massive. Like, he won't even react. He says normal. But they saying it to another comic. Now they saying it to a comic. Now you're like, yeah, he's, they they be tagging each other. Like your shirt. And now it's like, I knew them motherfuckers was helping each other write jokes. Yeah, right, 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 It's like, and the dude is like, what? Like, oh, that's a term when they you uh, right. somebody and they write say, a joke. And, and by the way, I never even offered you the tagline yet. It's just like, I was going to tag him. So then it's like, yeah, Ari and Ari and, and Ali now, help now each other here we go. Now here we go. It's the, right, they changed their names. They sound exactly like each other. Now, <laughs> I, ne- I haven't heard it and now it comes to me like this. Fully formed. Oh, I thought you say you be writing your own shit. I heard Ari be tagging your shit. I say, who I heard you heard that from? This dude told me that Ari said that he was tagging your shit. Yeah. Like, uh, now I'm calling you. Ari, you hey, what'd you say? You <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't even remember that. I don't even know what you're talking about. And so it was an offhanded comment that I'm like, uh, where's Ali? I got a tag for him. And some, and some irrational person. Hey, you know, Ali and Ari don't fuck with each other. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, I, um, how did this happen? Yeah. Because some guy misunderstood something that he did not actually have information on. It's the it's the misinformation world, the misunderstanding world. And now 
Ari, and now the Muslims and the Jews broken down. <laughs> Muslims, to the, it's Muslims and up. the Jews is starting, it's starting up. The Messiah is coming one side or the other. We're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. how, man, how did this whole thing start? And this comedian Ari, this comedian Ali, one's a Jew, one's a Muslim, and it started <laughs> with right. a tag. <laughs> Tell me what else about you think they get along? <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Ari Shafir here to tell you about our new sponsor. I'm fucking sober as shit. I haven't had a drink. No, I had one drink with a fucking legend comic. But besides that, well, and by that I mean I a triple shot of tequila and fucking two beers. Uh, but besides that, I haven't had a single drink um, in whew, god damn, almost a month. And I've only smoked pot. I haven't smoked pot at all since fucking Jacksonville. Fucking what? I think on the airport to Jacksonville was the last time I smoked pot. So fucking three weeks. Fuck, that sucks. And why? Because I'm trying to get my head straight for this fucking special. But you guys aren't taping a special. You guys are watching one, but you're not fucking going to one. So you can get as fucked up as you want. In fact, you probably should get fucked up because it makes, uh, you know, watching fucking comedy even better. And what better way to get fucked up than with Delta 8 THC? And what better place to get Delta 8 THC than 3Chi.com? Guys, I can't get fucked up. I can't. I got to get my head straight. And I hate it. I really fucking hate it. It's annoying. Who the fuck? What the? Who the fuck doesn't get fucked up? What a terrible fucking existence. Not to get fucked up. You don't have to live like that, you guys. Don't live like that. Go to 3Chi.com. That's number 3Chi.com. And get your fucking gummies and, and tinctures and oils and, you know, all the shit that's going to get you fucking bonkers. All the shit that's going to get you gacked out of your fucking mind. God, I'm fucking jealous right now. What the fuck is wrong with me? No, I got to fucking. So, yeah, I guess I should say that. Do drugs responsibly, everybody. Can you hear the sound difference when I go to room to room? The echo? You know, do drugs responsibly. Don't, don't do a bunch of 3 chi uh, gummy edibles the day before. Oh, my tea's ready. The day before you fucking have a business meeting, but have them with you at the business meeting so you can get fucked up as soon as it's over. Who's going to get you there? 3Chi.com. There's a promo code. You want to get 5% off your order? That's a fucking Jew thing, right? I'm taping a special called Ari Shafir Jew, June 11th and 12th. Yeah, get 5% off your order. Use promo code Ari at checkout. It's promo code Ari at checkout. Get 5% off your order. Get a shit ton of fucking uh, three uh, 3Chi three gummies. And get gacked out of your mind. You probably want to take them. If you're going to have a one-hour meeting, you probably want to take them, I'd say, right at the beginning of the meeting. Like, if, if you have a 1 p.m. Zoom, I'd say chew them and eat them at, like, 12.55. Because you, you want to get them out of your teeth before, so you can be part of the meeting. And the first 30 minutes of the meeting, you're not going to feel anything. And then the last 20 minutes of the meeting... <laughs> It's going to be pretty fun. So get everything out of the way. I would write notes before you get in there. Because fucking that, that three cheese shit, man, that'll get you fucking zonked. Anyway, thanks for sponsoring the episode, three cheese. And they'll, they'll let you know, and I'm letting you know, don't drive in this shit because it ain't CBD. It's fucking drugs. It's fucking THC. It's fucking psychoactive. 3Chi.com. Use promo code Ari, check out, and get 5% off your entire order. Guys, let's get back to the fucking episode. Let's just do that. Thanks, 3Chi. Uh, see you guys next week. Reggie just converted to Islam. <laughs>
I just forgot you were, you were Muslim. That's why I was we're talking about you before. What were you going to say about hustling? That is funny, though. Yeah, it's this lack of communication that we're all in this fucking big world. We should be in small villages. Yeah. And this, and this, it's a weird. And when you go to somebody else's world, it should be a level of communication because every, like kosher and halal. Pretty fucking close. It means almost, it means the same thing. Yeah. It's just the details are a little different, yeah. but it means details, the same thing. It means the same thing, details are different. Yeah, I thought halal meant, I found out, I think in Indonesia, no, yeah. in Vietnam, I met, found out what halal meant. It just means permitted. Yeah. I thought it meant like, kill the sword. It just means permitted. It, it's the way that, the, the yeah. way that it's killed. Things that, but now, you have halal, and then you have the details. Then something that is like Popeye, like chicken is halal. Right, right. It's 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 specifically made. It's just, like yeah. water is kosher, but it's not yeah. like made kosher. It's, yeah. just, it's. But I can't go into Popeye's chicken and buy and, and get chicken because it's not zibiha. What is which that? Is the way that it's slaughtered. Dude, we have that too. Shechted. Yeah. Zabiha? Yeah. Yes. We're cousins, man. It's <laughs> from Abraham I had two and then yeah, Isaac and Asaph and then it's yeah. split from there. It's the same it's the same thing. Oh, and it's it, gonna kill with the what sharp blade through the sharp through blade the, and oh. and it has to be done by somebody mm-hmm. who is sure. like it's like y'all have a certain rabbis that uh-huh. do it. You have to be a person that We trained in it. Yeah, you had to be trained at it. You if you fuck it up, you got to put it in the not kosher pile. You can still yep. sell it off, but sell yeah. it to Popeyes, but you can't be served yeah. at a kosher restaurant anymore. Yeah, yep. and we and we do and and it hard. We do we do it every year that we slaughter that we slaughter something and give away the meat to to families and whatever. So you do it manually. You I've do seen it that yourself. my my calendar. What is it? It's like a it's like a holiday, right? Yes, yeah. Because in Islam, you only have two holidays. You have Eid al Fitr and Eid al Had. So one is sacrifice and one is after after Ramadan. It's a feast. Yeah. That must be nice. The post-Ramadan must be like, <laughs> you like, we did it. Let's fucking go nuts. It, it's a lot of, lot of food, a lot of, you know, pictures. Muslims take so many pictures doing. Really? The, it, the, man. Of the food, of the spread? Oh, of each other, the... I'm talking. It is. It is bigger than people think. Like it is. It is three days. People don't know that it is three days. Three day party. Yeah, because you say if you you started the fast a day before me, because you saw the moon at a different time. Because it's it's based on the sighting of the new moon. So, so, so in different regions, it comes up different. It comes up different. It's the, you're a day before, a day behind. Okay. So. When it's when the fast is over, it is the next day. But I'm still fasting. But we all want to be celebrating together. So it is the next day for us, you know. And then it may be people that come at us. So it is the the next so it's three and days. Day two, everybody's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah day, day two, two like, everybody. Where were yesterday? It's like I fucking was in Thailand during the full, the full moon. I didn't get to see it. Till the next day. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway, like, past that goddamn chicken. <laughs> it's goddamn, but yeah. it's like it's. it's it's you know it's on so damn. So what were you gonna say about hustling? <laughs> it, I don't even remember it, anymore. When when it comes to that word and that and that lingo, I I just didn't understand why someone would have to. You someone would have to. Yeah. You know, 
and then I was a I wasn't a, a on the special I explained the domino effect available right now go to alisadiq.com yeah one of the basis of this when I explained that you don't have to be a a troubled kid to get in trouble if you not I wish I had the wherewithal at that age to be able to say no and not desire to even be out here hanging out and just did my my own my my own positive thing or, or or got around people that was into the same things that I was in but I was just trying to I was trying to make friends and I was trying to I was doing it too fast my decision making was off yeah that's why they say like you can't give consent at 14 because you're like you don't know how to say no to an older man you just don't know how to do that yet. So they're like, you can't really ask them. So I get that same thing. It's, it's so much funnier now. You're an adult. You, you're been a man for a while. Yeah. And now you can be like, oh, I'm understand. Thank you. You're like, sure, and, we have this thing. It's like, hey, no. And some people, as, as adults, don't know how to say sure. no. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they get compromised and, like, I See, remember. See, showbiz all the time. People yeah. doing shitty, like, sell out shit. And you're like, why? Like, I don't know. They came to me an offer. I, I don't know how to say no to an offer. Because you, you, you always wanted an offer. So you got you got an offer and you don't know how to say you don't know how to say no or you don't know how to keep your integrity. You're still, in the you're still in starvation mentality. You you feel like they have all the power. And without without them backing me, what would I be? And mm-hmm. and and not realizing that you've been this whole time. You just it is it's levels to everything. Click your heels, you have the power to go home whenever you want it. Yeah. yeah. That's the and, and with the domino effect, <clears throat> that's one of the the things that it's a learning process, and I'm and I'm I'm going from one age to the next. How much I'm learning in this about me, and I'm changing. Yeah. As a in these situations, I put me in this. So is, is that what the domino effect is about? Is that the title comes from? Yes. Is that that once you did this puts you into that situation, yes. and then you could like. Then go there and go there and then go there. Cause and effect. Right. You couldn't make the decision. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Be a homeowner while you were still hustling. That that no. couldn't. You needed those middle dominoes to get yes. you to the place. Like it, I think I'm ready to buy a house. I wouldn't have even because man, I um I remember when I got peer pressure into buying a house. Really? Yeah. When I I thought I was ready. And it, cause no, I didn't think I was ready. People, oh, you on? You doing this? You doing you so good? Get, you you got to get a house. I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Bert does all to me all the time. And you realize that you really only have apartment money because other things come along with the house. It it was when when I when I got my apartment. My apartment came with a refrigerator. A microwave and a stove already installed. Already installed. When yep. I when I got a house, it came with a place for the refrigerator, the microwave, <laughs> and the mic- stove. I called the realtor back. I'm like, "Yo, um, where's all this stuff that was in this house when you showed it to me?" <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, like, "Man, previous owner, sir, previous owner." Then they took everything with them, and like, right? It's like they they bought it. It's like that man wasn't even that double wide freezer that he you know he, and you're like where do I get one They're like I don't know man I'm, I'm out of your business now you bought the house go talk to someone else talk to your friends that's so funny yeah we were like man I'm not hey, dude man, if it were old. me I would legitimately especially if I was a bachelor 
I would just not have a microwave for like a year. I would just have that space open or an oven. I just wouldn't get it. I'd be like, I keep meaning to get to that. I would get a microwave, no oven. I would put a college refrigerator in, on, on, the, on the counter and be like, yo, man, that's good. We good. Let's go. <laughs> but, it's, it's, hey, man, not, I'm not doing any of that. Like, yeah. like, man, it was. My first apartment, I had a bookshelf of boxes and wood. You just let boxes, I moved in with the empty ones, and then just, I found some wood slats, and like, that was it. <laughs> just, <laughs> and it was good enough. It was good enough. Until you start getting high-level pussy, you're like, that's good it, enough. That I think that's what, I don't think a man would fix his place up if he didn't have to bring somebody over. You know the fable, the story? It's, um, so they see a man, um, brings his girlfriend or brings his wife to go see his friend. His friend's a bachelor. And he goes to his apartment and he goes, oh my God, it's a mattress on the floor and a TV leaned up against the wall and that's it. <laughs> and it's like, damn. And they leave and and the, the woman is like, your friend, it's like, it just shows you how bad men live without a woman. Like they can't live right. And then the man goes, no, no, it shows you how little we need without a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that man's happy. He's fine with his mattress and his leaned up a TV. I, I used to stay in this apartment. The only, I think the only person who I stayed was Dre. Your buddy, yeah. Yeah. And everybody, it's all, everybody here like are definitely illegal immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Besides me and the trans couple that lives next to me, <laughs> that was doing it in sections, so to speak. Like every oh every <laughs> one three boob, months, another boob. It's it's some it's yeah. like do it in sections. Yeah, <laughs> do it in addition to the house this week. Yeah, a lot of fights, a lot of fights next door, a lot of arguments. Man, um, I only talked to that whole. I only talked to a seven-year-old Mexican boy that lived below me. And our deal was watch my apartment while I'm on the road. And I would give him five dollars. Inside that apartment, yeah. I had a small DVD player and a air mattress. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> dishes, dishes where I could cook in my kitchen. Yeah. No furniture in the front, no nothing. And you probably can't miss me on any of the movies that I had. Bootleg movies. All of them were bootlegs that I bought from the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I, I I watched every movie and I had a I had a nice little collection and I didn't need much because I wasn't there like that. And I, in my clothes and my my toiletries and towels and like clean clean spot, I didn't need to to redo it. So I remember this 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 lady had got in a situation where she needed an apartment. And I was I was paying the the rent there just to keep the apartment, but I was living somewhere else. I. Sent her over there. I said, hey, you could stay there for a while if you need to. That's nice. She was like, ugh. <laughs> Trying to be charitable. She's like, ugh. I was like. <laughs> and it makes you look at how you actually live. You're like, wait, I thought it was fine. Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? 
I don't want to live over. I don't want to live over there. I said, well, what do you I'm mean? not the person that's homeless. <laughs> homeless person song, you know. <laughs> but, like you know what, beggars actually can be choosers. You live bad. <laughs> like it was crazy. Is my 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 um another one of my friends got in a situation needed someone to stay, and didn't want aid it. Places paid for like three more months. Man went over there. It was like, yo, can you resign the lease for me? Because they loved it. Loved it. And stayed there for a long time. So they went down and got their own their own lease they had been living there. Wow. It's like, man, people see it for what it is. It's a it was a it was a clean place. It may not have been all because I think it was good to to her because she wanted all the newer appliances and all that man it's a roof do I let a couple kids stay at my house little young comics not at my house in my apartment I moved but you know you overlap so you had that week of like whatever and I was like uh, I was like um, hey if you need like a place like I don't know you're here like there's literally nothing in that old apartment but like not even an air mattress it's all (laughs) been moved but it's a it's I got the keys for another week and they're like fuck yes yeah and they just got like I'm like, you can borrow some blankets yeah. until the week. And they were like, this saves me a fucking rent in a hotel in New York price for a week. Oh, I just yeah. slept on the floor and loved it. Hey. Don't get high Don't get high taste and you'll be fine in life. You, I think people look at other people and like, yeah, I want my, I want my TV to float through my living room <laughs> as I watch it. And, you know, and, and, like we, we got the, um, the vacuum, the little dust. The thing. rumba? The, that, the, that goes around a little yeah. circular thing. Man, that is the creepiest damn thing. It's always on, right? Yes. And it never goes back to that base. <laughs> and we got this, the, 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 the high, the little, we won it with American Express yeah. points or what they sent it. Man, it was, ah, it was just the creepiest thing. To, like, hell no. Man, this thing watching us. You know it's going to turn on you eventually. It's going to get, like, it's going to realize what it is. And then it's going to be like, why do I, why am I on the floor and they're on the couch? And then it's just going to, when you sleep, they're going to finish you. I robot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it knows the whole layout. You can't run because it got it all, it got it mapped We've out. we everywhere. Just lasers that whole thing. Like, no. fuck. <laughs> like a giant game of lava, you know, where like if I touch the floor, I'm fucked. You gotta jump from tabletop to tabletop, like Kill Bill. It's like, man, I'm th- I just don't trust it. Yeah. Because it looks like it looks like that thing off Dig Dug, the old game. Dig Dug. And, and now it just got legs. And yeah, it's as soon as it pops you. up. Oh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Is there, yeah. Is there a big reggae scene in uh in Houston? Yeah. That's what you're into? Yeah, dance hall. It's a big, it's a big reggae scene. Dance hall. They um, they have a um, a juve in what? It sounds like a it's, fucking derogatory term right at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Caribbean festival. Juve. Yeah, it's man. People will be. It's it's a wow. Like look it up one time. Just go juve. Go, I will. Go, and it's a it's literally a the wildest. How you spell J U V A? Yes. Uh, it's like the wildest party, really. That you, because it's it's a part of like Carnival. Oh uh, wow! And it it's ridiculous, man. 
people be spraying water and foam and mud and uh, I I was at one a juve one time, a dude had a cape on with all this oil, all this like black oil on it with a diaper with a pamper on that was like a it was like a swimsuit though, and he had a pig's head on a on a thing and he just threw the party. I'm like, yo, it was bananas. <laughs> it was bananas. My man Father Carey was on the on the water cannon, and he was just spraying the whole order. It was berserk. They do carnival in. My friend from Trinidad, he was yeah. like, dude, you, you've heard of like Mardi Gras? That's all a version of what we fucking got first. Yeah, and and I've been to. I've been to Carnival in Brazil. Uh huh. They do it there. Oh my goodness, man! And then finding out I'm I'm doing it in Rio, and I find out that that's um, B Squad. That's B Squad. Wow. Because San Paulo is duh on a whole nother level, and then Trinidad is on a whole nother level. Trinidad Tobago is on a whole nother level than that. Like woo! I was in Ecuador, and they had like they have like a few like. Every town, every kind of little region has their own like indigenous flavor. Mm. So they have different festivals all through the year, different like regions. And a lot of them are like influenced by a few people that came over. So that carnival will have like silly string spray and like a garanda or something like that. And then if they find any like whites, they're like, we got a gringo. And then they just fucking chase you down. I, I need, we, we need to go, we need to go together. Um, The Muslim and the Jew review. <laughs> I love of, that. Of, <laughs> of festivals. Yeah. Like we just, Debauchery. we just travel. We just travel and go to the wildest festivals and see how many we can we can do. And we just like, yo, the last festival we was at was bananas, but now we in Ecuador. Yeah. And seeing this other one. Seeing this other berserk festival. They have the Mama Negra in uh in one of the towns. And uh, the story was this like black woman had uh, the volcano exploded and there was like running down and it was running around her. She was on this little like rock that was untouched by the lava. She's holding her baby and fucking shaking her fist at the fucking volcano. And every year now they have someone gets named the Mama Negra for the year. And it's a white dude who gets dressed up as a black woman, face paint and all. They don't have the history of blackface, so they don't even think it's at all racist. They're like, it's an honorary thing about this woman. And he's the honorary, it's like Mardi Gras captain or whatever. And then they dress up and they have a big parade. They have a bunch of other like characters. Look, look, it, this this is how American people start seeing it. So they can't find a black woman to play a black woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is how it's like, what? They weren't even looking. <laughs> They're reading it wrong. They're like, yo, Ali, I saw you on there. You changing. I'm like, yeah. my man, it's their thing. Like, Yeah, like they, what, that's what Lewis said, Gomez said about um, catcalling. He's like, that's our culture. That's Puerto Rican culture. And then these white people came in and gentrified our neighborhoods, which is fine, whatever, you know, get, get yeah. find cheap rent. You want to come? Okay, whatever. But then it's not only that, not only are you raising our rents because more of you guys are here, it's you won't let us do our culture anymore. Catcalling is part of who we are. <laughs> and my mom, like, ah, you. And now he's like, now we're not allowed to even be Puerto Rican anymore. <laughs> That's it. Man, 
That's a that's a that's a big thing when somebody tries to find a fence with something that's a part of it, you. It's like we were talking about before. It's, you're looking at it through your lens and not through their lens. Like it's not even the right lens. It, it's the I'm the, you need to go back to lens crafters. It's, it's like it's not even. The, and I think that's a that would be a a different take on something when. Yeah, we should like, see all the festivals and be like, just go to and be like, yo, this is bananas, and go to the festival of flowers in Holland. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Way different. Way, <laughs> way different than Mardi Gras. Way, and and we we'll start. We'll start in New Orleans. We'll start in New Orleans. We go to Mardi Gras. Sure. And he'd be like, yo. This is this is a this is a, a, a sort of festival. Okay, a, wow, a vomit fest. <laughs> it really is. It really is. They're just making money off people urinating public. Like, yo, tickets. it is. I'm talking. About, this is this. This has to be the the. Have nah. some self respect. <laughs> Calgary, they have stampede, uh, and it's like a lot of debauchery. Then you go to have to go to an ICP festival, like jaggering the gathering of the juggalos for yeah. real degenerate behavior. <laughs> Real like people fucking in a parking lot with a bunch of other people drinking fucking Fago around them and just like watching. Uh, <laughs> and then like, hey, let's go to somewhere classy now. Now we'll go to San Paulo. I'm like, oh, clear the palette. <laughs> then, uh, we got it all mapped out. This this is the show. Yeah, yeah. And, and this would be this run for this, we'd be old. Come with kids. Yeah, yeah. Go to the it's cocoon a, fest. It's a new. Elderly fest they got going on in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody's old. You gotta see the tits on Gwen. Uh, they're down to her knees. She's fucking kicking them up like a hacky sack. That <laughs> uh, would be fun. <laughs> that, that, I'm gonna be the best. Shut up, like yo man. This show is fucking ridiculous. Like we just at festivals, that things, just going to things that happen. The and making sure that we not man. Anthony Bourdain, I. I that he, was he did that. it right you see that documentary on him yeah i didn't know who he was like that i just thought he was a cooking guy yeah and he did a real 180 he was like i was i got famous as a cook guy as yeah. a guy who tells you about restaurants and then it's like i mean i guess we'll touch on that but i'm a traveler now yeah oh he but was I'm wild. also looking for love in Literally all the wrong oh. places. You don't look in Hollywood for the actresses for love. Johnny Depp's just learned that now. God he damn. learned it then in Bourdain. Uh, yeah, I'm like, whoa, man. I'm, I, man, it, it's 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 weird. And you, and you definitely don't go looking for love with money. That's one of the things. The domino effect. I'm just in this special. Is you touch on that? I. I it's a. It's about that. It's. It's all these. It's all these because you see how it how it spirals down. I didn't even know Johnny Depp was even going through anything, and and then all of a sudden, boom! It's not your world. You wouldn't shouldn't have to know. I I heard this is this is how I caught on when it, it was said. I, I read a, a headline that said, "Yeah, Johnny Depp is no longer playing Jack Sparrow." And I was like, what? I guess he's done with it. I'm like, I guess he wanted to retire. Weird. I'm like, why? And then Disney, then I see another Disney drops. I'm like, for what? For allegations. They're always just doing allegations. Never looking at stories anymore. Just allegations. And the allegations? It didn't come up. She shit on my bed. That didn't, I wasn't part of that original story. <laughs> Can you imagine staying with a chick 
She shit on your bed and then you stayed with her. There's so much to break down there. Also, how good must that pussy have been? Seven million dollars. What? That's what she was supposed to have pledged in her in her in her settlement. She got seven million dollars from him. And it's a lot of money for no longer fucking. And she said she didn't want I don't want anything from him. I'm giving it all to charity. So I done went down this rabbit hole and What charity? Like, what charity <laughs> is she giving this to? Now I'm listening to the this lady interrogator. You did you pledge or did you donate? Well, I pledged it, and that's how you end up donating. So long story short, she hasn't given them the money. And she said, why you haven't given them the money? You had the money. I was being sued. He's like, no, you had the money long before you were being sued. So It's so great when you have, because these are the arguments, and you're like, and you think of it later, like, wait a minute, no. You you you, you lied. That, that was before I even said that thing. But now you have a fucking professional lawyer <laughs> like fighting for you. Oh, and, it's got to feel and nice. And it's a woman... There's question another woman like she knows I, all the tricks. I know, man. I don't think women have ever been under the pressure of a woman who want to know something, and you getting interrogated. But she's at this. I'm like, Ugh! like also it, like a chick when she's cornered and she can't get out of it with logic, she'll just start crying, right? And yeah. men will cave, and the, a woman interrogator will just go, "I'll wait till you're done. Here's a tissue. I'll be right here. We're waiting for this question." Did the, the I'm talking about as soon as you finish with all that snotting and, and and you can roll on the ground, I'm be right here with that same ass question. Gonna be here waiting on your ass. Wow, <laughs> wow. You know, guess, ma'am, are you done? And can we move on? So the money did go to or didn't go to? <laughs> Do you have any receipts for that? God. Wow. She don't give a shit about Cold none of the antics. Blooded. Like, Just, this, I never fucked you. You have you have no effect on me. Your tears mean nothing. You can cry me a river, oh, man. You man. thought Nazis were fucking cold-hearted. <laughs> this chick doesn't let anything. At least the Nazis are like, I'm, I'm going to kill you, but I'm conflicted. I, I do feel a little bad. But <laughs> she's just like, I feel nothing for you. <laughs> I feel absolutely nothing. Where is the $7 million? Did you give it to him or not give it to him? I love it. It was like, no, I just, she should just say, I just wanted support from the public, so I said it. But no, I never wanted to. <laughs> Uh-huh. Pledge is not bounding. I love. <laughs> Turns out I actually could do a lot of good things for myself with $7 million. I'm not really a working actress. I get an occasional part. And that's, that's the... It makes me want to fuck her. That's the good. It must be great. Man. She must get you for coming on a level. What the fuck? I love you. I, I don't... It, it, does that exist? That kind of it got it has to because it's not it, like Johnny Depp had never gotten laid before. I could see it if it was some like virginy guy who only fucked two women. They got his first freak. Johnny Depp, he must have fucked back in the day in the Twenty One Jump Street days. He must have fucked three and, different hot chicks a week. And and you know what's weird? You would think that. Yeah. You would you would you would you would think that because you that's how you picture it. You like ah, I would be right. hey, if I was Johnny Depp. Come on now. Come All of them. I need every. I need every one of them. I'm like on the way. To, Line it up. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you come to find out, like some of these guys who you thought was cool, and then you hang around them. You be like, you're just a cuck with money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fucking see why. Yeah. This chick owns you. 
Yeah. My buddy said this. He goes, you always see people cheating. They'll they'll score with like what their status is. Like Robin Williams, let's say. He would score with who would uh, fucking movie star Robin Williams get, but he would cheat with who he thought in his head he was. And that yeah. was developed at 16 before he was anything. He was just Rob Willie. Yeah. You know? He didn't have anything. And so so he'll, he'll like marry a nine, he'll cheat with a five. Yep. Three. Three. Whatever. She's willing. I don't <laughs> like, know. She thinks I'm cute. Yeah. I'm, and that's how the. Three. Well. That's how the lady at Waffle House. Fuck Tiger Woods. <laughs> that be, friendlies waitress or whatever it was. Becomes a goddamn millionaire. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was like, I got in there. I don't know. I'm surprised he's fucking me. Like, <laughs> That's Robin Williams. I, probably by the end of my life. Some gothic chick. Uh, have some. Some small child by me. I'll be 70. You into goth chicks? Man, it's crazy. You like goth chicks? Out of nowhere. You out of no? You can't predict. You can't justify. That's <laughs> very surprising. Like <laughs> black hood Muslim. That those worlds don't overlap with goth chicks. So I mean, not even in a in a, in a Morrissey concert. You, there's no. There's no. If you were Mexican, maybe. I, I don't see how you would even come. That's your. That's hilarious, Ali. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. Wow. It's like I. And what's and what's weird, I I don't. It, this is what this is what people know about me who really know me. Like I'm that. I remember this dude told me, "Oh man, you must get plenty, girl." I'm like, and he'd be like, "No, weird man, right <laughs> nah, here, I, no." Like, I I don't. I don't approach women like that, but I I could. I don't know. I just look at you, and it, and it's and it's once again you you nailed the age. That's been since like. 14 man. Real, it was just your thing and you can't get rid of it and because a, a a girl said something really rude to me at 14 and i was like i haven't approached a woman since then like you just deal with women that surround you and you're like damn you got me right but i saw this goth chick it was like she was i was like i don't know why i was intrigued with what she was doing and it's like they always it's so you, funny to me it, hearing it, the you, goth chicks. You think they, I, I don't know. It's like a redhead, man. It's only two kinds of redheads. One that's gorgeous and one that's not. Disgusting. And like, yeah, it like should have been aborted in the womb. Yeah. You ever hear Jay's joke about, I think he did on his last special about, about going down on redheads? Because they're, no. they're too, they're, their skin is too like light. It's like you're going down on them. You can see what they had for lunch in the veins. Like, oh, you had, you had Mr. Pibb, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jay is crazy. It, it's goth chicks. Weird. Out of nowhere. Happens. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it's just in you. It's just in you. You can't justify it or even shake it. I don't I don't know what. Maybe maybe them years that I my dad was in the kiss and I used to go to the concert and really? he would be dressed up like them, you know, like eh, she's attractive. That must have been a good excuse for a black guy to, to join it because full makeup. You're allowed to wear full white face, <laughs> cat face, and just be like, I'm not black here. I'm just fucking dressed up like Kiss. Yeah. And then wow, just enter another world. Yeah. Kiss and, and Parliament was like. Parliament, yeah. 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 That, that brought yeah, a lot that, of fucking dreaded up white dudes, smelly yeah. white dudes. That That's my dad's. Really? Yeah. Though, though, that's the pinnacle. George Clinton. Man, pinnacle. I saw him once at University of Maryland, but I was too sheltered. I hadn't even heard of him. 
of the band, you know? Yeah. It was just wouldn't have been on top 40 radio. And everyone's like, we're going to see Parliament, P-Funk. I'm like, oh, really? Like, what is, what is that? They were playing on the quad, free show. And and uh, everyone was so into it. I was like, yeah, I was just faking it. I didn't hear recognize a single song. I was like, this is great. It was just cool, but like not, I didn't appreciate it. And now I'm like, I wish I could see them. Oh, yeah, I did. And I just didn't, took it for granted. Yeah, like I know him. God, him. Like, yeah, I got like sleeve of tattoos. If you got like your legs tatted up, I'm just like helpless. I'm just like, I can't, I can't even say no. It was, and they're trouble. They're all trouble. It, it's ah. never like they're all, they're like, let me give you a massage. It's, it's never like a nice, it's always like, fuck, I fight, and it's fucking crazy, and it's not about that. I just, something's in there. <laughs> they all trouble, all yeah. of them. It's yeah. like, this is like the person that if you, anything that can go wrong with your life is gonna happen with this person right the here. The people that you can't say no to, because if you were use your head, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, that's that's they they make me mad. I'm not going to do it. But you can <laughs> say no. It's the ones you can't say no to. Like I, I, me and a little person uh-huh. is never going to get in trouble together. Uh-uh. Like, yeah, and if they're like a jerk to you, like, hey, that's not cool. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Immediately. <laughs> hey, don't say that to me. That's not cool. Because <laughs> you you can you can let you can let them be out of your life. It won't kill you if they're out of your life. That goth chick is like, don't leave. You have the upper hand here. It, it's. Man, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's another domino effect. You'll find yourself losing half your house and half your goods. You're like, why is it? Because when I was 14, a fucking chick with white makeup fucking yelled at me, and I couldn't shake it. And now it's <laughs> yes, man. It's 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 weird. It's it's those things. It's like I don't know one man. Yeah, one man on the planet who grew up in my era that does not like Daisy Duke. Like, I don't, I I don't care Truth. what. I do not. Facts. Daisy Duke. And people are like, it's, tra- it's trashy, it's tacky. I'm like, oh yeah, we're not even appreciating on that level. It's just, that brings us back to our, tra- our first boners. Daisy. First boners where your balls even got big. Like everything got big. Bo Derek running on the beach. It's like, Okay, I remember. I remember well, Dinah. Yep, yep. I remember Dinah Ross like, in, in the fucking in 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 the park with the red dress on. It's raining, and it felt like you could see through her dress, and it was on TV. I was like, God damn, Dinah Ross! Like, <laughs> it's like I her daughter right now. Have you ever seen no, her? Dinah Ross' daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh huh. From Blackish. Oh, she's on that show. Yeah, she's the lead. Oh, really? If you say that's if, Diana Ross's daughter, that's yes. hilarious. Okay. If yeah, you, so you can see her face in it too. If you go to Instagram, you go yeah. on her Instagram, oh my God. It's like, it takes me back to her mother in the red dress in Central Park. It's like, yo, man, this has got to be the most. I don't give a damn. I see what my father saw in the Supremes. Right. Like, I, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like, God damn. Yeah, some of these like, old singers are like, oh, I get it now. I didn't get it when I was little. Now I get it. I remember I did not get how crazy my dad was about Tina Turner until I saw Tina Turner in these fucking cutoff shorts in this in this in this picture. I was like, who, who the fuck is that? And like, like, right, right. And it's like, like there's a sex appeal there because she was like too old for you as a kid, yeah, and then, you, but, then she was ancient. You probably saw her as an older lady, yeah, Tina Turner. But, like, ugh. I remember being in Korea though, and going in a 
in a weird place and they had a lady on the wall <laughs> in a weird place go ahead enough and, said <laughs> and a lady on the wall and my friend was like where's she at and the man went out and got her and I was like no it's, no 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 <laughs> her and her like he's like, he's like no this is her I'm like yeah 1961 <laughs> I will remember. Do you remember this? This because this was big in my neighborhood. The lady from the Jamaican, um, she had on the Jamaica shirt. The runner. No, she was coming out the water. Uh-huh. And she had on a Jamaican shirt. Damn, I don't remember. It that. Say Jamaica. It's a red, and then it said Jamaica with, and it was, it was just her breast hugging them. Out of the water. <clears throat> so this is a big. I would want to know what she looks like now. Because on, still to this day, if you see that picture, you're like, oh, my God. But what does she look like right now? And she probably close because she's Caribbean. She's probably still close. But the, been too many years. The, <laughs> I don't, if she came in the, the service, you're like, yo, it's a, she has a tumor around her midsection. Like, oh my no, God. Those, are those aren't troops. <laughs> oh. I had love when people lose their power overnight because you see them back then. Then you saw, like the new Sex in the City, people got mad at it because they've been watching the old Sex in the Cities up until the new ones came out. So in a afternoon, <laughs> those bitches aged twenty eight years, and it became like, what the what happened to you? Did you catch a fright? <laughs> ah, you know, what I just got into Edit James. She wasn't hot. But the fucking power she had in her yeah. voice, I was like, yeah. damn, I never appreciate it. I see some videos, I'm like, oh. Oh, what's what's the what's the lead from Sex and City? What's her name? Sarah J. Parker? Yeah, she ran the Churchill Downs. She came in fourth with the it- fucking horse face. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so I think people don't realize how long she's been. And I like I I never thought she was hot until I saw LA story. It shit. Um, she was in. Was it not Ferris Bueller? But what was it? Was this damn movie that I grew up on? The not the Breakfast Club. God damn it! I think in? of it later. She was. A, she was in the movie. She had on glasses. And she was young, young. Yeah, she was young. Like this lady been around a long ass time because she was like a teenager then. I was a kid. It yeah. Was, like, yeah, I didn't know about it. I knew about her from Sex and the City. I'm like, yeah. uh. and then like, oh. You find out later. This is why she's a star from back then. Like, oh man, um, who was the like? What's the, what's her name that did the leg cross? Oh, uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. She stayed hot for a while. Yeah. Even in like, I mean, that Total Recall, she was on fire. I'm gonna tell you a lady. Even Casino, she's still holding it together. I'm gonna tell you a lady. You, this is this is. I probably told maybe one other person in this world knows yeah. this. A lady who, when I was growing up, oh my goodness, I thought she was the fucking hottest chick. And this was probably the start of, now, Carol Burnett was before her. So, you were this, in Carol Burnett sexually? No, no. Oh, this this, okay. this is the lady. This is as bad, probably. I gotta but, guess. But go ahead. But who, who you think? Tracy Allman? No. Okay, thank Beth God. Midler. Bet Midler. Bet Miller. Not Beth. <laughs> Bet Miller. Oh man. You, you thought she was hot? 
I I thought her I don't know what it was. I think it was a breast, man. That ah, it was crazy to me when I was a kid. There was we went into we went to see a movie, and um our movie and our parents or my friend's parents went to see Beaches with Bette Midler, mm-hmm. and our movie ended early. Their movie was like a two hour movie. Our movie was an hour and a half. And we were sitting in the in the in the waiting room, just kind of waiting for our parents. And eventually, like well, let's just go see the end of their movie. Was back then, you could just kind of like wander yeah, back in. in, and we're in there, and we didn't catch any of the emotional like arc to it so we're at the end just being fucking dumb kids and she's singing and the shadow with the microphone is right on our fucking cleavage on Bette Miller's cleavage and we're like man I'd love to be that that microphone right now I'd be, oh, I'd be all in there sniffing those titties and all the people are like shut up young man shut up we're trying to cry because her friend died and we're just like I like them titties <laughs> what assholes ruining a fucking Oscar movie for these people <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Bette Midler that's not a bad one yeah that was, man she was hot as shit to me I never saw who she trying to be she her like her you know her Jordan is it's um, a Jewish girl Barbara Streisand oh Barbara Streisand I always thought she was gross until people showed me the younger pictures of her and I'm like I can't say, I'm just too Jewish. I'm like, it just looks like my fucking relatives. I can't, I can't. can't. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I I fully understand. Yeah, yeah, it's too close. It's like, man, I get why you guys see it. I ain't see it. Don't see it. Who else was like hot back then that you don't see? Well, that's why Mariah Carey, that's why Nick Cannon went out with her because he remembered her from when he was probably 10. And then he got her when she was 50. <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, that ain't the new model. But you're like, well, I've waiting for it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that I would uh I would probably do that. Now. Yeah. It's a check off your list. I'd be that way with Joan Jett. I'd fuck Joan Jett now. Man, I think for me, yeah, it I'd be Nita Baker. Anita Baker. Yeah, Anita Baker. I, I would I would be with Nita Baker and Still, be like, what? I'm out. What a good checklist too. Right. Who's the last Anita. chick you fucked? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Anita Baker. Like, what? When was this? How old are you? Like, oh, no, no. It was now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Matter of fact, on the way back. Like, man. Who else was mega hot? You know what bothers me sometimes? I'll look at old Michael Jackson and I'll see in his face uh, old Janet Jackson. And just for a second, you're like, ah, shit, that's that's cute, <laughs> you know. My, oh man, I, I look at like I only show my kids old Mike. Like I don't like I'm not fucking with new Mike. Thriller. It like bad man. I'm like, come on, Mike. My and damn, I like I didn't even know what happened there. Like I was a kid. I feel like like why is Mike changed? Then I think yeah, I think I changing? burnt. I said maybe that was it, and like I just didn't understand. Mike was the guy, like he was a god. Yeah, literally, he visited Israel when I was there. He created a riot at the Western Wall, like people shove and try to see him. And our rabbis were like, "Hey guys, we don't fully understand. We know we don't fully understand rock and roll, but to us, this looks like worshiping idols. So we're going to ask you not to go down there. This looks like idol worship." And we were like, no, he's just a rock star. But looking back, actually, I'm not sure they were wrong. He was worshipped like a god. Yeah. There's too many musicians now. He was the musician. Yeah, he, yeah. It went Mike. Beatles, a couple other randoms, buying time, and then Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was huge, man. 
Like I don't I don't think people understand how huge Mike was. Like when people say, "Oh, he's the new Mike." No, nobody's the new close to Mike. No, 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 no. And and I tell people like this. This no. is the simplest I, I can put this in this most simplistic form. Think of another person that could die and enough people rush to the internet that the internet shuts down. Wow. Michael Jackson shut down the internet. It just got overloaded. It got overloaded because they were trying to figure out was he dead for real. Right. Name another person that you even think that could do that. Who could die and that happens? That people even care enough about. Try, let me think out loud. If when Donald Trump was president, he had enough haters, but it wouldn't shut down the internet. It would be big, but that might be the biggest one. Because enough people are like, what? The world. The world, the, exactly. The world chimed in. The world was trying to Somebody in Israel was trying to figure it out. If Michael Jackson was dead. You know, it was fun when Bob Saget died. I had heard the news right before I went on stage. and I, was I did four or five sets that night, and I was breaking the news to the crowd. I was like, Bob Saget died. And, and people were like, what? I was like, oh yeah. And then I started doing jokes about it. I would try to write some jokes before I went yeah. on. And then uh, and then uh, they were like, wait, is this a real thing? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I mean, <laughs> the jokes I'm making are jokes, but yo, he's dead. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't think. Yeah, no, that nothing can shut down the internet. That's a great way to put it. Michael Jackson was the guy. But Usher was like, remember when Usher was like, I'll challenge you to a dance. I think it was Usher. I'll yeah. challenge you to dance off. And Michael Jackson's like, dude, you're a I, child. I forgot more moves than you even know. Nah, I invented that, moves. That the was, moonwalk was, that was Michael I, I Remember when I did that with Tito? <laughs> like, 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 it's like. You'll what? never be. Your dad never beat you at seven like, until the, you sang right. The moves that you're doing are the moves that I got beat for. Because those, those <laughs> are all that sloppy. <laughs> and they like, it, it's. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I I've tried to think of another person. Yeah, not even Michael Jordan. The Pope wouldn't even shut it down. Nope. No, Michael Jordan wouldn't. It's not another person that I can think of in this world that could shut down the Pope the wouldn't internet, and the Pope wouldn't do it. People wouldn't mourn, but, but they no. wouldn't shut down the internet. If you heard the Pope died. You wouldn't rush to the internet. I'd be like, whoa, really? See. What did he die of? I wouldn't be like, I got to get details right now. I'll talk to you later. I would, I would just be like, whoa. Anyway. I needed the right order. I needed to not. You, a person told me that I trusted. And I told them they were lying. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I said, get the fuck out of here. Like, man, Michael Jackson ain't dead. You losing your goddamn mind. And I went right to my, right to try to see. I don't, yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know another person. You know how electric he was. Remember when? Remember when? Uh, there was a clip. I don't know if you saw it. James Brown on stage, when he's an underrated guy. Like you don't picture it until you realize. I just yeah. didn't know. I, he's probably not underrated. I just didn't know. Yeah. And now he, I'm like, that's my favorite Christmas song. It's like, let's make this next Christmas something special. Yeah. And it's just, oh, he's just so cool. Anyway, he's on stage, commanding the crowd, and um, and he goes, guys, we got a special guest in the audience, everybody, and he brings up. Michael Jackson, and he just keeps saying, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, until it gets, everyone's going nuts. Prince is also there. And then he does the same thing with Prince, and listen, James Brown was great, but you chose the wrong order. 
<laughs> and then eventually Michael Jackson goes up, does some fucking moves, you know, sings or whatever. And then he does the same thing. We've got one more guest in here. Prince, Prince. And he gets up and he's just like a great guitarist. You can't, you can't compete with seeing Michael Jackson live. You just can't. Yeah. He tries for a little while, plays the guitar. People are like, bring back Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, I get you're like the top five, but we just saw number one. Like, what? <laughs> you know? And it's like, you get out of here. call up Kobe after yeah, Jordan yeah. just got yeah. out. Like, and then be like, Rick Fox is here too. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Rick Fox. <laughs> get the fuck. I won five titles. Get the fuck out. Yo, man, that is bizarre. Yeah. This, this boy, James Brown knew what he was doing. And then he left. I think he was all gacked out. That He, he probably did know what he was doing. Yeah, because that it goes back to I, I watched the story on Ellen one time because um Will I am I am Will from the Black Eyed Peas uh-huh. telling the story. Well, I am. He playing this, he playing this um he playing this gig and he Mike went to a Prince gig with him, and he said, and he told Mike, oh no, it's gonna be fine. Excited, I'm gonna make sure that so Mike's there, they all in this booth, and Prince comes over and he plays the bass right in Mike's face and and goes back on stage. <laughs> And then Mike turns to Will, uh, to Will and say, what's up with Prince playing the bass in my face? Man, I play that story. <laughs> oh, man, that shit tickles the shit out of me, Oh, my man. God. What's up with that? <laughs> I got to look at that up. What's up with Mike playing the bass in my face? Like, it, it's, it's um on Ellen. Um, okay. Boy, that's that that's hysterical. I bet those guys competed. I bet they had competition. You know why I heard another story? It's, it's, um James Brown. They said, uh, you're going on after, um, this might have been told me the last time I was here. They're like, hey, we did some benefit concert, whatever, it was a bunch of stars. And uh, it goes, uh, it's gonna go you, then the Rolling Stones, or somebody, then you, then the Rolling Stones. He goes, motherfucker, I don't open for anybody. I'm James Brown. Rolling Stones is not a slouch band, you know? But like, he's like, fuck that, he storms out. I'm not playing, fuck you. And then they're like, what the, I mean, are, 10 minutes later, comes back and goes, actually, I rethought it. I will go on before them. Let's see how this works out. And puts on the performance of his life and then just like follow it, you know? And then they couldn't because half their moves are from him, you know? He goes, actually, I'll prove to you why you made a bad decision. What's up playing a bass in my That's so great. You do you see this clip? You're going to like, you're going to watch this shit like you like yo this is the funniest goddamn story and yeah and mike said what's up with prince playing the bass in my face like, <laughs> yeah you can't bring up jordan and then fucking kobe no way the best the best of all time man and it's just the wrong order it's the wrong order like yeah. you can bring up magic after jordan yeah he can still magic. He's the magic man. He's a magic man. That's the that's the thing. Because he was that, a personality too. And that I tell people this: Oh, they, oh Jordan's the greatest of all time. It's it. I, I get it. He's the greatest of an era. You know what Jordan never had? He never had a bird. He never. Magic had a bird. And without that, like the boxers, when they have like the the trilogy, yeah. it's like you need someone to challenge you. Jordan never really, Carl Malone, like he had teams that challenged his teams. Even though Bird was around then, it still was like. Like Isaiah, Isaiah beat you and then he was done with you. So he beat you twice and he beat everybody. They got back to back. So after that, yeah, you're right. He never really had a real. Someone he had to overcome. Yeah. 
that was a um magic gave him the throne. Uh -huh. like, yeah. Eh, I'm gone. Here you go. He wasn't even the best Laker. Kareem, yeah. Magic. Nick. Jordan was at least the best bull. Nobody nobody says Pippen yeah. is the best yeah, bull. Yeah, he's definitely the best bull. Yeah, that that's the the best Celtic is still Bill Russell. Exactly. People forget. People forget I the run he had. I never let them people. And I and I always tell people, oh, he he's on a planet. quiet man. He's quiet. And you just see him with the white beard. You think it was a quiet old man. Who's in the front office? Like, dude, you kids don't know. I don't know. You have to go back and look. Yeah, you have to go back and look, man. Bill Russell. And I'm like, yo, man, to, to get his award, you have to be the best in the finals to get the Bill Russell award. The MVP of the finals is the Bill Russell award. That's you got to know. That's how to the great. title, the last seven games. <laughs> like, to, yeah. Like, oh, you got you got the MVP of the league. Yeah, I don't know what that shit's called, but the MVP award of Bill the, Russell yeah, is the, the Bill Russell award because he played. He was every year. He and he like coached. eleven, and he played and coached at the same time. Yeah. And won two championships. I mean, imagine you're like you're like you're like okay, somebody gets fouled. You're lining up on the free throw line to you know, get a rebound. And you're like. I think Tom looks tired. Hey, okay, let's go. You know, like, <laughs> like how are you? That's crazy. You can't do that. And be, was, be aware of the other players, not just like what I got to do. You know, it's the, the and the, they respected him. They let him coach. Who would let another player coach right now? Who would let another player tell them what to do? And you know what's weird? You know who turned the team over to him? Who the coach Red Red Arbach? Wow. He turned. He, he said, "You're the new coach. I'm out. This is the new coach. I'm retiring." Yeah. This is a new coach. And he and he respected Bill squad. so much that he said, he told Bill, Bill Russell told him that he never wanted to play for another coach. So he's like, you won't. And he's like, where you go? Respect. And that's, and that, what power, what player has that type of power that, hey. And then he, and then he won two championships. He won back to back. As player coach? Yeah, as player coach. His last two that he he won as player coach. That's how incredible he was. And I can never let people forget about Bill Russell because it's like when you talk about the greatest basketball mind, the great man, this is and he's a undersized of it. he's a undersized. How tall center. was he? 6'8. No, I picture him 6'11. I pick that's how I picture I believe you. That's how I picture him. Yeah, six, I think eight. what what are you like? 6'8, six, 6'9, six, Dre? Bill Russell, six eight, six nine. Six nine. That's a small forward. Yeah. That's not even a general power forward. I mean, it's a power forward, but like And 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 he played against Wilk Chamberlain when he was in, in Philly. Wilk they sleep on him too. They either sleep on him or they say he's the best, but because of the points and stuff, but like people don't quite know. Yeah, I think when it um when it comes to um Unstoppability. Kareem. Kareem and Wilt were the ones who were like, yeah. we don't even know how, they had to change the rules around Kareem. Dunking yeah. was an offensive foul, offensive yeah. goaltending. Yeah. It was like your hands above the room. It's like, but you that wasn't you guys just thinking that. That was you, this, this guy's unstoppable. Yeah, Tiger Kareem. Woods, they made they made fairways longer because like we have to change it for him. Yeah. You know? Kareem, and, and I think that that's what people don't understand. When you talk, you can't put greatness just in one, in the commercials and you like the, the how he did, man, Magic Johnson. Yeah, Barry Sanders was boring as fuck. But he got the job, so he's like he doesn't get the respect because he's like he just did his job and go home. Yeah, Magic Johnson's a, 
a personality. You know, a person that was like that, like they always talk about all these other these other cornerbacks, uh-huh. De- Neon Dion. Everybody, Dion was Dion was a show, but it's a cornerback that people, all the greatest receivers, like no man, I never wanted to play against Bobby Taylor, play for the Eagles, like. Bobby Taylor shut your ass down, and he'd get an interception. Just high step. He'd get an interception and just get the ball to the ref and right. quietly go. He was quiet. That's like, Barry Sanders score and just here you go. I score going back forth, back forth, back <laughs> forth, back forth. Like everyone's chasing him, and then he just cuts in there and goes here you go. <laughs> like Bobby Taylor, man, is like no man, you can't. Don't throw the ball over there. Right. Bobby's on me. Throw the just ball over there. Just, like, that that is what Dion did though. He shut down his side of the field. And I and that's that's one of the things when they say greatest football player of all times, and they name a quarterback, I'm like, wait, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dion. Dion changed the game when he was in. He could score on defense. He was a scoring threat lining up because some quarterback like, nah, fuck it, I'm challenging him, and, and then it's they, like. And it, the, it was off like, to the right. He get it, and then it was like it wasn't just get it and no get tackled. No person has ever shut down like you when you you where you your play your plays are determined on where is Dion to beat you don't throw it to the middle because he's too close he's 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 four steps from the sideline so don't throw it to the middle right because he'll get over there he's over there on the right he goes uh, so I have no right I have I'm no only right left I can only go le- I can't go to the middle I can only go left or run it that's the only thing I can do and you know you're the running you're the quarter you're the uh, receiver on the right and you're like well I'm just here to fucking bring him into me <laughs> that, that's my only job is to bring Dion close to me so we can open up the rest of the field <laughs> Dion Dion don't even have to be by you and you can't throw it over there because it's like, yo, he can get there. He can get there. He can come off and be like, he just, he, oh my God. And then they, they say, let's say your I mean, argument is this. I don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, name another player changed ever in the history of football that won with one team and then the team that he beat when it got him, and then he beat that team. Mm-hmm. He won with Frisco, 49ers. and then won with the Cowboys. That's right. The very next year. That's I right. I love that. I'm a Cowboy fan. I hated him, and I'm like, times are different. I'm a fan now. <laughs> I shut down Michael Irvin to win a championship, and then I went on the other side and shut down Jerry Rice to win a championship. He lined up a receiver sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit, what? He returned punts. <laughs> I remember he knew the game enough. There's some weird rule where if you fair catch a punt with no time left, you get a free kick to the to a field goal or something like that. If you don't catch it, I, I forget what the exact rule is. And he knew it enough that somebody's punching from their own like one. They punted like the 45 or something. And he's like, I think we got a free kick here. And then they <laughs> did and got three points at the end of the half. Man, Deion Sanders has to be the greatest football player to play the game. LT was tough, but... LT was tough. Yeah. But LT couldn't sit down the uh, side of a field. He, yeah. You, he I could snap down your ankle in half. Yeah, he, <laughs> he snap your ankle in half. He could end your career, but. I don't have to. I don't. And, and Dion to end your career. You got to play him. And he's like, yo, you will not. Hey, man. You won't have confidence after I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be playing against teams that got that have a 21 and you're like, it's Dion. Like, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, just, yeah, like, like, man, like, yeah, it's like you're scarred from it. Yeah, Dion, Dion was a serious situation, and I, I think, I think that 
they always just say, give it to the quarterback. So like, man, nah. Deion he was Sanders. electric. Well, he'd be high stepping from the thirty. The high stepping, the fuck it, it, it the, the taunt, that crazy level of taunting. Name another football player that played that never tackled a person. Yeah, he never. They it's like they don't know anything about his tackling. <laughs> like you couldn't catch it against them. The only way you catch it is if you're diving out of bounds with two, like barely getting two feet in. Dion, that's with right. Dion never, just push you out of bounds. Like, like I don't, I don't tackle right people. Yeah. Going out of bounds. That's right. He was almost like soft. <laughs> it's like I don't tackle people. That's not. That's not my thing. Yeah. But you can't catch the ball. Uh, you can't. You can't get past me. I swing you out of bounds. Like I'm not tackling you. It, he was just a great. Yeah, I guess Bill Russell for the NBA, or no, Wilt and, and Kareem were like that for the NBA. Just like changed the game around them. Tiger for golf. Yeah. Dion that way. And I think boxing, boxing Muhammad Ali, Probably was, Muhammad Ali. It, it's still. Dr. J a little bit. Oh, Dr. J is Because people are like, why are you in the air so long? Dr. Like, J, that, they made a movie, the, the, um, the, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Or whatever that um, movie was, it's about him. It's it, it man. He saved basketball at the time. It, man, it, man, he was incredible. Doctor J was incredible. Do you think Muhammad Ali in boxing? Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson changed. I mean, we weren't around for Muhammad Ali, but we were around for Tyson, and it was just like that's all anyone talked about. Tyson's fighting next week. I called Muhammad Ali when he was fighting on TV. When 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 CBS when they were showing fights on TV in daylight, I never understood them fights. Like, is it hot? Because I'm like, it's a it's an open ring. Like, what's going on? It's like that was crazy. But Manila, the yeah, Tyson was Tyson. I think Tyson, twelve seconds, twenty five seconds, on a hyped fight for a month, changed the whole game of pay per view. Like, you ha- no. that's right. You had to watch it. Like, you had. To, are you kidding? Who's gonna? Sh- we all got to chip in. <laughs> Who's gonna? Oh, I got two bucks. You got three. We gotta get this. We have to see it. You can't it's miss it. It's not gonna be long. Mm-hmm. And the one I missed, I was at a bowling alley, and the rumor started like, "Buster, what? What? Oh. No, Tyson, what? We all start. Everyone in the bowling alley left their lane, start rushing to the screen <laughs> to like catch it like a breaking news. They don't break. They'll break news for a school shooting. Yeah. They don't break news for a sporting event. Mike Tyson lose what? Was it? Did he get injured? No, he just got knocked. Out. What? He got knocked out. Bust who? <laughs> Buster. Not Spinks. Not any of these guys. Buster, goddamn Douglas. Buster Doug. It was that was wild news. Remember that? Yeah. It was just like what? Space shuttle blowing up. Tyson losing. Man. So it's not it's not often that that happens to me right there. I've been trying to figure out what story have I not told in a very long time and you just said it. What? The damn space shuttle. Where were you? I was in school. Yeah. And I used to do this story about information that you find out later. Uh-huh. So I found out later that NASA was doing this big thing and Big Bird 
was supposed to be on the space shuttle and they was like promoting <laughs> space to children. <laughs> and Big Bird was supposed to be on the space shuttle. And something happened with Big Bird and I said, do you know what would have happened? <laughs> Kids would have lost their minds. <laughs> Just feathers flying I'm everywhere. In, I'm in the fourth grade when this shit happens. You're like, what? Big Bird! <laughs> no! I would have, man, I would have never looked in the sky again if fucking Big Bird blew up. Been, man, if Big Bird blew up on that fucking space shuttle, god damn. Like, uh, they would have had to have made a video of him like parachuting down like I made it I yeah. got out or, or something just imagine fucking Big Bird blowing up on there like I would have I'd have been I'd have been I'd have been done cause I would I'd have been fucking <laughs> did they say he didn't get on it's, yeah they say it didn't it, it, something happened it, it didn't make it something went wrong and, and man like I remember when when the shuttle blew up <laughs> my teacher it was like we was watching. Yeah. And it's in yeah, cause, there. Cause you're, how old? You know what grade you were in? I'm in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade too. <laughs> no, I think I was. And it was like, come to the to the basketball court. We're all going to watch it on the TV. Y'all watched on the basketball. We watched it and they had, they rolled the TV into our room. Oh, into every room. And so they had, we had, they rolled the TV into our room and it, we, we are watching. And then it goes into like four pieces. And she snatches the cord out the wall, and we like, like, what? Yeah, that must have just not known how to even explain it to people. Oh man, like George Bush telling these kids, reading the kids, like, wait, what happened? What happened in Afghanistan? What happened in New York? Yeah, the kids, um, like, there's no right reaction. You're not trained I, for it. I, 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 with that, with George Bush, I know a lot of people was making jokes about that, and, and this and there and making whatever conspiracy around it. But what do you do What do you that? do? There's these kids here. It's like, ah, oh, shit. I'll handle this in a second. Anyway, so so then uh, Timmy the Turtle played soccer and he won the support. Right, I got to go, you guys. <laughs> and I'll take it back to this. I want everybody who, who felt the way about George Bush getting that news. Two, two planes just went into the World Trade Center. What, in front of these kids, what are you supposed to say? What the fuck? What, what yeah. are you supposed to say? So... He kept it together. Take it, take it like that, and then let's go back to how long did it take you to believe that Will Smith had actually slapped Chris Rock? I'd be like, no, what? Show me the thing. Show, you got to show me the video. And luckily, we're in the internet age; you can just see it. No, no, no. Show it to me. It's no way that he's you, gonna be like, okay. You were watching it. People were watching it. Not you, but people were watching it. It was like. What just oh, this, happened? This is fake. Yeah, this is fake. That's their first thought. It had to be. They're actors, right? They're, that was your first thought. This has to, can't be real. So, my first time seeing it, the slap, and then mine had the sound when he walked all the way back. And I instantly knew that it was real because he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I said, this is what I do know. They not finna do that. For no goddamn sketch. No, not cursing. They're not gonna do that for the sketch. No. Not, and also the like, FC, the F, the FICA, yeah. FCC, the MA, the N, the NAACP. Yeah. Goddamn no it! Way. Like, nope, they're not doing that. Not on TV, TV. Uh -uh. And I'm like, nah, that's that's real. And so the shuttle blew up, and it was just like 
that teacher was smart. Like, shut the, they don't have to see this. We'll figure out how to tell them in a second. Let's. I didn't know, I still didn't know that it was real until I got home. The, the, the space shuttle. shuttle. Like the, I'm thinking like, okay, she should shut the TV off. But in hindsight, as a grown man, if I would have saw that and she'd have pulled the cord out and I know Big Bird was on there, I'd have been, I would have had a lot more questions. I'd be like, yo. Where's, yeah, exactly. I'd have raised my Where's hand. Big Bird I was Big like, on there, right? right? <laughs> is he going to be safe? It was a school teacher, but she ain't my teacher. But Big Bird is my teacher. What? What? I don't care. What was that teacher's name? I forget the teacher's name. Not and I knew it Helen too. Kelly, when yeah. I was doing this story, I used to know the teacher. But big, if Big Bird, yeah, I would have been name? just like that. You, my teacher. Yeah, my teacher's not on that. Big Bird is on that though. Out of he's part of my life. Out of from as long as I can remember. What's her fucking name? Do you remember how quick the joke started? No, I don't. Not then. I was I was in fourth grade. I didn't. Know. I remember. I think it was like, where did her name? I did take her vacation all over the Florida coast. Where did? Oh. What's her fucking name? What's her favorite um, shampoo? Head and shoulders. Um, Ooh, what? that was brutal. And it started. I mean, I think it might have definitely by that week. I think it might have started that night. You, the kids, you, and then it went the whole world. The whole country just got them. You know what's weird? I, I think that people would think that's brutal. But then I, as I go back and look at some of the things that we give, that we make slang, like I remember my boy told my other friend, hey, man, don't make me Christopher Reeves your ass. And I, Paralyze and, you? Paralyze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 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 Kids don't feel it, and they get the humor in it right away. It's like, boy, like I gotta fucking find out this lady's name. Ray, um, Ray Caruth. Ray Caruth, yeah, who like killed somebody? Killed his his child. I, my boy told his girl that Ray Caruth. Ray, I'm like, God damn, we will take some tragic shit and make it a slang. Damn. Yeah, make it a slang. I got to, what's it called? You, Christy McAuliffe. Christy McAuliffe. Christy McAuliffe. Where did Christy McAuliffe, oh my God. There were so many jokes. I'm going to read them in the outro. I'm going to read all the jokes. And they were just going around. Like, what did Christy McAuliffe say? I mean, let's just, I mean, people ask me like, you know, some of my jokes, people go too soon, but I'm like, that's how I was trained. (laughs) (laughs) Christy McAuliffe jokes. <laughs> you know, at a very young age, I was trained in too soon. Yeah, you was trained in too soon. Yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. I was trained in too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of a special. I was trained in too soon. Like, damn. Where did Chris McCullough's notification all over Florida? What were, <laughs> what, were, what were Christy McCullough's eyes? Blue. One blew this way, one blew that way. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing Christy McAuliffe told her husband? I remember this one. You take care of the dog and cat, I'll feed the fish. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, you have to understand, this was like we're sending a teacher into space. It's this monumental thing. NASA trying to get back their, you know, their power, they were. We went on the moon, maybe, maybe not. We, you know, we discovered space, and now we're trying to get this new generation with a shuttle. Uh, and then they died, and everyone's like, oh my God, it's horrible. But fourth graders, where they were in, like, <laughs> what were Christy McAuliffe's last words? What does this button do? 
<laughs> Fourth grade is brutal as shit. Yo, but this, I, I don't know. You know, people have that theory about the moon, whether they went to the moon or not. It's I know, true that NASA stands for need another seven astronauts. Uh, damn. <laughs> too soon. Still too soon. It's been 29 years. Still too still soon. Still too soon. <laughs> and um, they have a space center, though. For On the moon? No, they have a space center oh, that's out, out there. there. They, they, I don't know Dock if they've station. been in the moon or not, but I know damn well they got a space center. Why? How do you know that? I know somebody who does supplies for the space center. Would you go? Nah, free trip. I ain't, I ain't fucking with it. Even, even I just saw this thing. You can, you can get a a hotel room. You can stay there. You can get a hotel room in the space. They have. Hotels in space, I'm like two point four million dollars a night. Yeah, more on the more on the <laughs> busy season. <laughs> Some fucking debris come through your room. It's a wrap, man. It's I'm a not, wrap. I'm not doing those it, things. Man. Goats just keep going faster and faster and faster. One particle. Like what material are you making a hotel out of that that debris can't go through? It's we don't and have imagine you go there, you're staying for a night, just like above, like looking at the world, and then the fucking room next to you. Oh, some Russians came. Oh my! They're gonna be fighting and fucking screaming and trying to, or some fucking Jews like, "Well, we want some more wine. Give me some." Ugh! Or Chinese from China, ruining. <laughs> That's it, dude. Just taking shits in the hallway. Well, the bathroom's all the way down. Oh my god! <laughs> like I paid two point four million for this night, <laughs> and then some debris come through. You're man. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm cool. Yeah, I stay. I I rather go below. Then go up, go under like the, yeah, the, the like sea. the sea. I would if you had a, a hotel that was in the sea. I would see those fish with the light thing and coming off the front. You yeah, know? I go that do that. Cool. That like, would be cool. I'm not doing the damn space thing, but eventually they're gonna try to make us. Yeah, go. I, yeah, it's a gig. It's a gig. Yo, know, least playing the domino effect on Saturn. That's right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Hey, man, hey I, I'm seeing I'm seeing you in passing. Yeah. <laughs> no, all right, where you going? Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. I'll see you. Oh, pick me up some reds. Okay. Um, where'd you record? Where'd you record Domino Effect? Um, Houston. In Houston. In nice. Houston. Does anybody ever go there and call it Houston without realizing? No, everybody knows it's Houston. Yeah, right? it's, it's weird. I, I think if I ever heard that in, in Houston, I would be pissed just as mad as I, I am when I'm in New York. In New York, they call Houston. Like, I'm on, I'm, I'm on Houston Street. Man, this fucking sign say Houston, man. It's spelled the same way. It's spelled, exactly. Why would you change it? Yeah. Like, what? Or or in LA, they're called like, Los Feliz. Like, it's, I mean, you know Spanish. Los Feliz. Like, why would you mispronounce <laughs> on purpose just to fuck over the fucking Spaniards who built this place? Um, <laughs> you know it. Yeah, the domino effect. Go to Ali Sadiq right now. Go to YouTube. Just enter the domino effect, or just enter Ali Sadiq. Go watch his old. Uh, this is not happening stories. Um, find out about the first dosing, <laughs> first accidental dosing. Still sorry. I didn't know I had to tell you what kind of mushrooms they were, bro. I just didn't. I thought you just knew. And I'm talking about clueless <laughs> and ate the bag like clueless. That different worlds, yeah. you know. I'm like, eh. different worlds, exactly. Here's mushrooms. Like, okay, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm get, expressing to you, but you're not getting what I'm telling you. Nah, it 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 was like a, it's a gift. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. I just saw Regan. I was like, uh, 
and he and he goes, "Remember when you gave me that 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 package?" I'm like, "I gave everybody. I gave everybody. I'm like everybody gets two doses of mushrooms. Let's, let's celebrate. Year three, we did it, you guys." Yeah, not, and I gave it to him, and he goes, "Hey, I didn't know till later. I thought you were giving me weed." <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, please tell me you didn't smoke those mushrooms. And he goes, no, oh, no, no, I left them. <laughs> oh, man. Should have gave them to me. Yeah. And don't leave them. Don't leave them. Yeah, even if it was weed, don't leave it. Exactly. Like, give it to a bellhop or something. Yeah, that's crazy. Figure it out on the way out. I oh. hated wasting weed. Joy Diaz gave me one of those Death Stars. Oh, Stars yeah. of Death. Yeah. Oh, I, boy. I, I gave it away. I couldn't do it. Like, I, I knew about the stuff that I ate while I was in there. Because those are like 250 die. milligrams. I, when I got my highest, I could get up to 50. Uh, usually 30 is a lot for people, and most people do 5 or 10. Most normal people do 5 or 10. Sometimes even less. We had somebody gave me, some fan gave me a 1,500 milligram brownie. And I'm like, listen, I can't do this at the stand. I, I gave one to the weight staff, told him. I was like, hey, but understand, this is like a month's worth. Like, this isn't, she's like, no, I know I know dosages. And then me and Soder... I saw him at the Village Underground, and I was like, do you want a 1,500 milligram brownie? He goes, no, what am I going to do with that? And I'm a pothead. Soder's like, but no way, I can't. How You can break off like that much, and you don't know yeah. to get your 30. Like, no way. And then some kid, I forget his name, some new comic, he goes, uh, I'll take it. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Like, I don't want it to go to waste. That's that Judaism yeah. thing, you know? And the drug addict Judaism combo is like, I can't let drugs go to waste. And I'm like, here you go. He goes, oh, sweet. I've always wanted to try an edible. And me and Soda were both like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand this. No, no, <laughs> no. no it's no. dangerous. Man, I, I love Dan Soda. Oh, he's like, the best. Yeah. I, I love this special on Son of Gary. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, it was, it was phenomenal. It was tight. It was really good the whole way through. Yeah. But yeah. right now, that's what you watch after you watch a domino effect. The domino effect is a pretty great piece of work, I must say. Yeah. It, it, it because I'm a I'm a I, I've never said this before because I because I've I've always listed people in the greatest of storytellers. It was Cosby, Carlin, and then after this hmm. I put the these are the threes: Eddie Murphy, Joy Diaz, and myself. I would put it, I would put it in if the you threes. give me a top five of my show from storytelling for my show, where I'm like. Other people stepped up here or there for sure. It's you, Diaz, Jay, Sean Patton, Pat. Uh, well, let's just not go top. Who are the standouts? Pat, you, but you consistent. Like Joey Diaz, Bert. There's just a few that were just better than the rest, and you were one of them. And then, and then, you know, I still say Messi and Gone Boots was my favorite. We did hundred and something stories we filmed, and I think that was my favorite. But no slight to any other ones. But that one had me the whole way. What the fuck are we even talking about? It was like, did you ever watch um, 24 Hours Later? Or what is it, 20, 29 Days Later? Yes, I've seen it. And he wakes up in a hospital and doesn't know what's happening, and neither does the viewer. You're right with him. <laughs> it starts with him going, uh, and you're like, I don't know what this movie is. It's also like an independent movie at the time. So you're like, what is this? And he's like, why is nobody in the hospital room? What, this is weird. And then all of a sudden, somebody runs at him and he's like, Ugh. And he survives, luckily. <laughs> and you, you don't know what caused it. You don't know any of it. You're finding out as he's finding out. He got into a car accident or something right before the fucking place. And when you're like, when your character and that you, of course, as you're telling it, you already know what happened because you're, you know, you're yeah. the narrator. But you're like messing around on Bush. Like, what does that mean? And me at home going like, yeah, what does that mean? And you're just like <laughs> trying to figure it out. It's so fucking engrossing and funny. God damn, that was, that was my favorite. So now, 
after the domino effect, yeah, for the first time, I was asked, so man, what you think? I said, me, Cosby, and then everybody else can figure it out. And I, said, <laughs> I said, man, I think with, I, I think with this one, with this with this one, if people are really in the kind, they be like, yo, this is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Like, I I think it's I think it's an uh, I gotta classic. watch it right now. Like Damn. when a, a comic that I know that don't like fucking nobody. He don't, he he just don't like people. He's like, yo, I'm I'm fucking mean. I don't like people. He called me and said, yo, if somebody talk about legendary specials, specials that fucking did something that changed shit. If they don't mention, it's gonna be himself, Raw, Sinbad. It's gonna be all these other specials. If they don't mention Domino Effect, they fucking lying. Damn. Because it's a, it's a, you you the only special I watched that after it was over, I said classic. Like this shit is a fucking instant. It's a, it's for, and you know, it's shot so well because of the team, Eric. Yes. Abrams, yeah, yeah. He's shooting team. my special. Yeah. That's the and it, and I think with him why it's so why he shoots well with with certain people. Cause he shoots everything well, but why I want him to always shoot specials with me, it's like he knows me. And it's like he can suggest things that I didn't think of. I'm like, ah, that's fucking what I wanted. Like the way we shot this one, it looks like the era that I'm in and it's simplistic, it's clean. And they was like, man, this look just like when you shot, I'm like, yeah, every, I, it's nothing that I don't want to shoot with him. Cause it's just that good. The whole squad, like I had, I had, I think, 90% of the this is happening. This is not happening. Yeah. Eric and us, like Eric Abrams and I, we developed sort of together shooting stuff. And it was just a back and forth of like, like what most people don't do when they're shooting stuff is like, what's the comedian looking for? Most of the directors are like, here's what I want to shoot. Here's what I want to get. But they, they miss out on like the base, most base level is, can you set up the room where I can kill? Can you yeah. pack it with people? Can you not make the lights go way up or the fucking mic go way down? Shit yeah. that like you don't think of, but we it really matters to our performance. And he gets it. He lists. It's like, well, how would this? What about if we do this? How do you feel about this? Yeah. He he has suggestions. So I dropped something off my last special where it just as half it was about me like trying being forced into like a adult way of life that I was kind of avoiding, mm. you know, with my lifestyle obviously. And the other half was like what I would be like if I had had kids and had gone this different route, you know. The, the negatives of single life, the, the negatives of, of married life. And then I had this bit about cell phones that was in there. It didn't fit. And he didn't say, I want to cut this out. He goes, hey, Ari, as we're editing, goes, what are, what are you thinking about that cell phone bit? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, what are you thinking about it? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really go, does it? He goes, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. I thought you have him down. Yeah. I was like, no, it doesn't really go. He goes, yeah, I don't think so either. But he, he, you can't, he knows enough that if he tells you, I want to do it this way, you'll, you'll be like, you don't tell him what to do. 
Yeah, he's just got a good way of speaking about it. Uh, Even my outfit for this one, I was like, what do you think of this? Would this go with the design we're looking for? And he goes, it's a little dressier than you normally. Would you wear a shirt like that normally? And I'm like, no. Fuck, let me go back to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> shopping. No, I would not. It's not me. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, what do you think? Like, yeah. it, and even when we, when you disagree, it's a pleasantry yeah. in disagreeing. With, I remember. You're making something together. I was saying something. I blamed somebody for something. He just said, no, he didn't. I was like, I know, but I had to give him shit for it. <laughs> he didn't at all. Yeah. And, and, and it no, was, it's, it's very easy to shoot with him. So the next special. Um, You're already thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, the next because it's, it's a follow up. Like every the, the only thing that I did wrong because it, at the time I hadn't had it is one of them things of learning from wanting the deal. I had <sighs> this is not happening. Going let's start with Comedy Central. So with Comedy Central, I got the this is um the Comedy Central's comic to watch, 2013. Mm -hmm. That came with a um you you get an album you do some other stuff and you'll be on the show. On that show? On on a show. On a show, okay. So And they'll figure it out later. Yeah. So two shows they wanted me to go on and I was like Live at Gotham, one of those, something like that. I did Live at Gotham later. Oh. But it was some weird show they wanted me to do. Then Adam Devine's house party was the other one. And I was like, nah, really don't You're not a house party guy. This don't fit me. And this young comic by the name of Chase DeRusso. Chase DeRusso called me, and it's certain young comics that I really listen to. I value their advice because they thoughtful in their advice. Mm -hmm. Call me and say, yo, yo, bro, let me tell you a show that I think that is fucking phenomenal for you, man. You should try to get on this show. I'm like, what's the name of the show? He's like, this is not happening. It's not on TV, it's on the internet. I said, cool, just send me a link. I'll look at it. So I watched one episode, one one clip of my mm -hmm. person telling the story. After, I think I did two seasons. Two of the digital seasons, yeah. Who was, who was the clip, do you remember you saw? I saw all of them. Oh, you just watched I, them. I, I, boom, boom, after, one after one after one, I called Chase back, I'm like, Yo, who who do you contact about this show? He's like, I don't know, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> I was an outsider. I was like, he's like, this show is fucking. So then, whatever happens, he calls me months later. He's like, yo, fucking, this is not happening. It's supposed to go. It's supposed to be going to Comedy Central. I was like, where you get that from? I'm telling you, bro. I still have. No idea. And then I get a call from Eric. I'm like, I'm looking like from this. Eric? Yeah, I'm like this, like, yes. Like, I don't even fucking, yes. Cause I, Chase is telling me about the show. I just, I went through all, yes. What story you tell? I don't know. I don't know, I'm figured out, but yes. And Comedy Central was like, so that's the show you were like, 
because it's like you turned down everything we ever it's like even I was like a, didn't fit didn't know what they had I said this is a hell yeah so after that the half hour and I did the full I'm thinking that Comedy Central is the like if I get on Comedy Central with a special it's fucking it's a game over it, you're a star oh, boom because it had been for like Daniel Tosh and Gaffigan and the problem was when they showed them. Midnight at Friday night. And then that's it. And that Once it. a later, same time, like midnight sometime. Love them for what they did for me. And then I didn't know that that was even a thing. And then now I'm having to tell people because they missed it. I promoted it. I said whatever. Some people missed it. I'm like, fuck. But at the same time, it's another person special on HBO. And that shit is on every channel from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. on every single channel. I'm like, God damn. Who's if it? you miss this motherfucker, you going to see him. It ain't. It ain't. Yeah, it's keep playing. <laughs> like they, right. So I was like, okay. And then I shot it inside of a facility, a prison, which still didn't give it any traffic, word of mouth traffic, because the people who I shot in front of, they staying there, they not going anywhere, they like, so it was, and that was the bigger than these bars, right? That's the end of the story. That's not the beginning. It's like people, like he went to prison, like for what and like how? So I told a prison story, two prison stories on, on that. not happening. And people like still wondering like, how did he go? Like what the fuck happened? Yeah, I remember talking to you and you were like, I went in as an, when we did a podcast together and the, yeah. the, 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 what eventually became the, the, the bar at the comedy store, the VIP bar at the comedy store. It was just yeah. a, like a video room there. And it was like, I was a nonviolent offender. And then when I came out, I was a violent, ready to be offender. But like, but it was never quite like, how did you go in there? It was just stealing. Yeah. So now this is the the domino effect, and the reason why it's on YouTube because I, I one I didn't I'm, I'm if I got tired of getting flagged for my own stuff, the yeah. copyright infringement with my own voice, and like they they copyright infringe you if you put up like I don't I don't I can't put up Def Jam I can't put up. So annoying. Anything. I can't so, put a half my own shit. So um the the natural transition of the domino effect is to do this special to give people the wherewithal of where I started. Like how did my mistakes start to even get to prison? How'd you get from my feeling is uh, my leader is a mom who has a job. Yeah. That's how you pay your well, just get a job for somebody too. Hustling to drugs to, to jail. Yeah. So hmm. we go through that segment. Then the next segment is what happens in the life of hustling. And I think that people always, every show I've ever seen has always been these amazing Hollywood stories. But what about me getting robbed and they duct taping me, throwing me in the back of my own car? <laughs> What about what about that part? That 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 that, that, that didn't have nobody else, just me. What about 
<laughs> so it's so many different. <laughs> no, you guys. Uh -huh. What about running from the police? Like no, nobody ever did it. Like none of your friends went to prison. No way. Like, if like, I see a policeman, it's for, I mean, different experience directions. Like, um, you you had money, but you really couldn't. You really didn't know where to spend it or how to spend it because your values wasn't some. I didn't need a meat coat. Yeah. I I just <laughs> wanted I just wanted to buy. A hamburger basket for my friends at school that cost six dollars that most of them couldn't afford. Yeah. Hey man, give me um, everybody want a hamburger basket, chicken fingers, which <laughs> like and on me. Yeah, it's on me. Thank drugs for that. Yeah, <laughs> like man, I just wanted to buy my friends shoes and and be able to buy the stuff that I because I wasn't this wasn't a career. Yeah, it was what was happening with the people that was around me, like. As I grew up, it, it still wasn't a career. I was still trying to find other things to invest in to not do this because it wasn't. The hard part was when you start noticing things too much. Like my boy in New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn came and bought some dope from me. And then like two hours later, Brooklyn came and bought the same thing for me again and I asked I'm like yo you smoking he said man hell no I ain't smoking why would you even say some shit like that you know what I'm saying man, like, why would I be smoking dope you know? like, I don't know you're buying dope that's one clue <laughs> like, I'm like hey man let me I think I don't think that you selling this I think that you 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 buying this for yourself uh, he's like man ain't nobody buying no damn dope because I know what my reaction would have been if somebody would have asked me that and I know I'm selling it. And, and they said, man, are you smoking this shit? I'm like, yeah, fuck out of here. And it, and it wouldn't have been, I wouldn't, wouldn't have been that angry. I like, wouldn't no. explain no more. Yeah, it's an addict thing to do, over explain. That's one, that's what detail you could tell when someone's like an addict or something that like give you details you didn't even ask for. And, and like, what you, what, what's, you, you very uptight right now and that was hard for me to witness somebody who was selling at first and then started using that that was that was it was a lot of depressing moments in there because I wasn't like that like I didn't I didn't sell to women like that it was really I I just didn't like to I didn't like to it was like every blue moon but that wasn't most of my customers was dudes or dudes had a woman with them. It, I didn't like the interaction of selling to a woman because I thought two things would probably happen. You would probably, I would probably give it to you if you came and said that you didn't have, because I wasn't that beat you up drug dealer, I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, man, I'm just really out here, man. I don't, and then later on, I was like that with guys, but not with women. What, getting tough with them? Yeah. So it's a whole from sixteen to nineteen is a is a different story. And that I think I, I in in close that segment with that. Oh, from there. Yeah. Those years, formative years, especially yeah. in that. And so from from being nineteen to twenty five is a different stretch of me Damn. being inside the institute. It's like Game of Thrones, the whole world where you're like, well, what about the beginning? How did this start? And you're like, well, we'll go back to there and then yeah. we'll take you to the end. 
that's the plan for these for these next specials. You got to do your last one from your deathbed. Yeah, this one happened. <laughs> <laughs> tell you how I got here. I'll tell you, man, when they suggested you, it was Eric Abrams' suggestion that we were like, we have this like TV season, and he goes, I think we got to book 30 comics. Let's just say it was three comics a night for 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 uh for ten shows. I think it was eight shows, so eight six twenty four comics. And um the editing was the worst because some people would do like twenty two minutes. I'm like, I gotta make that work in seven and plot for TV. It was the worst. But then Eric's like, why don't we just book twenty comics and then we'll book ten digital only stories? Because all the, the TV ones were also going, their full stories are going on on just on the internet. Which is the best for editing because all you do is like if it's joke bomb, you took it out, the rest just leave it in. And he goes, We'll just do ten of those and then those last three or four spots, we'll just like whoever the best was of the young kids, we'll just move them up. We'll just like sweet, you kill like we didn't have to risk something on an unknown, you know? And so, I mean, pretty much all the fucking the guys worked hardest, the digital ones worked way harder. You know? Because they're like, This is a shot, and then the the fucking some of the celebrity ones are like, oh, I don't fucking think about it for an afternoon. And you're like, God damn it. Some people worked really hard, Segura and people like that. But like, uh, and Diaz. But like, uh, so yeah, that Mexican guy on Boots one was just like, oh, that's one. I didn't know you. I didn't know most of those guys. Sean O'Connor. Oh, I've never heard of these. You know, they're just, I don't know. And that's Eric's job is finding those guys. So I guess it was from that. It's like he won this fucking contest. And then the next year, it was same shit. It was like coming out. It was like, who should we get? Whatever. And they were like, Ali. But I was like, and then they were like, yeah, we'll get him for digital again. I was like, no, guys, that was allowed. <laughs> that was allowed the one time before he proved he could do it. But now that's the best story. You got to pay him the TV rate. <laughs> you got to pay him ahead of time the TV rate. That that shit's over once he's proven himself. And then by the third time, nobody even questioned it. Yeah, you're great, man. You're great. You're a great storyteller. That's the... Uh, oh, I, I, had to to figure out, I had to figure out something. Because you know it was so many great comics, I say what we're gonna do to set myself. Cause this is a lot of funny people. You get out there on a chair, you're just smooth and slow. You get out there with a chair a lot of times. Yeah, not even a stool. Stool on the side. I'm, stool on the side. Yeah, I'm chair. Like you get a chair out there. I think you did my show once at the at the comedy store. I was like, bring me a chair. I was like, yeah, sure, it's not a problem. But it was just like, yeah, exactly. Like leaning. I was like, nobody takes that stance, that physical stance. Sitting on a chair, Gerard actually just did that. I guess. Yeah. Were you like, that's my thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, right. I, 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 I really was. You're like, sit on a stool. I did. You know, I did that. Uh, <laughs> no one else does it. <laughs> it's like, it's like it was just Cosby and me and, and Lou Nail after she got hurt, and you know now. Yeah. But it's the, but the whole thing is, it's still the signature. Yeah, it's you. And I can do with the with the special though. I did the the opening is is very intentional. Yeah. Very intentional. We start from the as soon as the camera comes on, it starts. It's no I don't need a big Yeah, this I'm not waiting to now. To, I'm not yeah. waiting to now. This next one I'm just gonna be like with me on stage already. It's like what are we waiting for? There's too many specials out there now. People like that you know that thing that Chappelle made fun of the walk through the back you know yeah. that he said last his whole special was like hey good night you know yeah. the whole special is like that it's like it's true it's too much yeah, it's too much man so I'm just I just want to get at it even if even no matter what um I think all of them are gonna be 
like that unless something happens different with me that something creative yeah. happens different but it'll still be the same about, about the same thing because i don't want the the pyrotechnic even if i was in a huge that's kevin theater hart. that's a kevin hart thing you're true you're true like you're a singer songwriter you know you're yeah. elliot smith i don't know if you know who that is but he's just like a guitar guy plays yeah. sad music and shot himself proved he was real <laughs> um but it was you know him on a fucking on a, on a chair you don't it doesn't go these big light shows don't go that's for pink floyd yeah i i the only thing that i think i would ever do is the the lights at the top where they flash down on you and it'll probably just be like that. Yeah, yeah. but that, I don't know, but it, I, um, Jordan, I, I rely on him for the lights. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he, working on mine too. Yeah. Jordan Levy. Yeah. Jordan Levy is the, we get into these fights, arguments, discussions. We've known each other long enough now. <laughs> we shot a cap city. The old cap city has gone now. And he goes, he has to show me. He's like, dude, if you don't put any lights on, cause I'm always like, black audience black goes then you're just gonna get a blob of heads where you don't see the difference between heads it just looks like like this you want to see you want to register a little that they're people and i'm like okay and he goes so here's the lights on you can see i'm like that's too much and he goes all right we gotta have some lights in the front i'm like how many though and he goes what do you mean i'm like can we unscrew that one that one and that one and he goes all right yeah i guess so yeah all right two light bulbs out of the eight I'm like there that's compromise and we just talk it's great i love working with people you trust Nigga, I definitely trust. First of all, don't ever call me that again. Second of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that, that, man. That, <laughs> that is a thing. Don't ever. Hey. Don't <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, that, well, it, it has to be the best, man. To just, just laugh about the most dumb shit. That, that <laughs> people would even like, yo, but you don't even know it. That people, that is hysterical. <laughs> even when you hear it, you don't know what it means. You like, man, whatever happened, that shit was hysterical. Because you, you can just place yourself in the position where you <laughs> don't you ever come? <laughs> don't you ever? Yeah, and that that point forward. <laughs> Like, like, what comes after that? A duel? What comes after that? <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Um, domino effect, everybody. You got to watch it. You got to go watch it right now. Uh, but if you're watching us on YouTube.com/slash Ari Shafir, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, box will pop up. Like, right? <laughs> oh no, I got to do an outro on here. But right at the end of the outro, a box will pop up. Just click on the box for the domino effect. You can watch it right there. If you're listening, put a link to the bottom on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. But, uh, Ali Sadiq, man, you're the man. Oh, man, thank you, brother. Yeah. She was flying for me. She was flying for everyone. She was trying to see a brighter day for each and everyone. She gave us her light. She gave us her spirit and all she could be. Brighter day for each and everyone. They gave us their life, they gave us their spirit and all they could They were flying for me, they were flying for me.
Oh my god, you guys. That was fun. That was fun. Okay, so I've watched all the Cidic special and it's fucking the tits. It's fucking great. It's legit great. Oh my god. Go watch it. Go watch Ali Sadiq, uh, The Domino Effect right now. It's on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, or subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, then there'll be a box that pops up right here in about four minutes. Before that happens, I want to read you all the fucking Christy McAuliffe jokes. Oh, they're good. By the way, I want to throw the gauntlet down. I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. Let me read these Christy McAuliffe jokes, and then I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. No, I'm going to throw the gauntlet down now. This might create a stir. But here's what I've discovered. I'm spending some time in Austin with the comedy scene. I'm talking to Ali Sadiq. I'm talking to uh, a couple of the Houston comics who are up in Austin. And I'm going to say this. And I don't care the ripples it makes. Houston comics are stronger than Austin comics. What do you think of that? Gauntlet thrown. That's right. I'm not talking about the top level guys. I'm not talking about, take out Segura and Rogan and Ron White and, and Hinchcliffe. Take those guys out. Take the day-to-day -day young comics. Houston comics are stronger. And here's why. Because Houston has fucking cowboys in the audience. They have fucking rednecks who are going to yell the F word at you if you sound too effeminate. They're not going to just go with you for your long setups. Houston comics are stronger Austin comics. I'm not saying Austin's not a good comedy scene. I'm saying the Houston comics right now are stronger than the Austin comics. Gauntlet thrown. Take out those top level guys who are touring headliners. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the day to day guys. Prove me wrong. And I'm saying just like Bird needed a Johnson, just like Ali needed a uh, whatever, whoever he had a fucking trilogy with. I'm saying these two Texas scenes need each other to grow, to pit each other, have a nice, healthy rivalry, which right now the Houston comedy scene is winning. Dallas, you can go suck a dick. Houston versus Austin. Who's going to develop the best? Ken Austin, with the help of Joe Rogan, with the help of Tony Hinchcliffe, with the help of Tom Segura, who's never fucking here. He does fucking six spots a year in Austin. So no. Can they overcome the Houston scene? I don't know. Houston, I believe, has always been a stronger scene because Austin's playing to the fucking converter. They're playing to hipsters. They're playing to people who are like, yeah, we like supporting the arts. They never had a beer bottle thrown at them in Austin. So how strong are they going to get? Let the fighting begin. Okay, do you know what? We did that one. Uh, let's Christy McAuliffe. You guys got to understand, this was literally, I believe these jokes started definitely that week, but I think maybe even that day, but definitely that week. And there was no internet then. So how the fuck did they get around? Um, okay. What was the shuttle's last transmission? Answer. I said Bud Light. I don't get that one. I read that one five different times. I don't get it. We know the others. Do you know that Chris McAuliffe was blue-eyed? One blue left, one blue right. What were Chris McAuliffe's last words? What's his button do? What were Chris McAuliffe's last words to her husband? You feed the kids, I'll feed the fish. That's better written than the way I said it. What does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts. Answer two. Need another shuttle also. Answer three. Chicken Kiev. 
Uh, it says punchline to another joke. <laughs> I think that might be our favorite one. You got to understand, everybody felt it back then. Everybody was like, no. So that's what made these jokes even funnier to a fourth grader. Did you know why there was only one black crew member on Challenger? They didn't know it was going to blow up. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Damn, that one reads harsher now. Damn. Uh, did you know NASA has a new space drink? Yeah, it's ocean spray. <laughs> it was a second choice because they couldn't get seven up. <laughs> seven shuttles. I think there were seven astronauts. Uh, <laughs> it's really bringing back. We thought they were so fucking funny. Uh, when the next shuttle launches into space, what will the senior controller say? 72, 73, 74, boom. Just kidding, guys. Uh, what do Playtex tampon users and Christy McAuliffe have in common? <laughs> I'm really getting into these. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me do it. What did Playtex tampon users and Christy McAuliffe have in common? They both should have stayed on the pad. <laughs> go, go get tickets to my special, Ari Shafir Jew, June 11th and 12th. AriShafir.com. Uh, what does the sea lion, the space shuttle, and Tylenol have in common? I didn't read ahead this time. What is the sea lion, what does the sea lion, the space shuttle, and Tylenol have in common? They're all looking for a tight seal. <laughs> That's the broken seal. That's what killed them. How many people will fit in a Florida Volkswagen? Four in the seats and seven in the ashtray. Oh. Oh. Ooh. I guess it was seven astronauts. On future, sh we got three more. On future shuttle missions, why will one of the astronauts have to be a naval officer? I already know how this is going to go because it's something about in the ocean. They're going to end up in the ocean. Uh, so when they decide to use it as an experimental submarine, they'll have a rated officer on board. Meh. Uh, what do Chris McAuliffe and Donna Rice have in common? Uh, you're never going to understand this. Donna Rice was a, was a uh, if I remember right, was a mistress of a presidential candidate who ended up taking that guy down because they found out about maybe Dan Quayle, maybe someone like that. Donna Rice. She was like a Lewinsky. Uh, Trump had one. Stormy Daniels. It was like one of those. Story didn't work for Trump. People, his supporters were like, dude, you fucked a porn star? Nice. So anyway, think that. what did Kristen McAuliffe and Donna Rice have in common? They both went down on the Challenger. Not bad. Not bad. I wonder if I understood that as a kid. Went down. I doubt I understood it as a, as a young Jewish kid. Um, you can hear about that kind of lifestyle. At Ari Shafir Jew, taping June 11th and 12th in Brooklyn, New York. Tickets at AriShafir.com right now. Uh, last one. Did you hear that they are ending up another... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear they are sending up another teacher on the next shuttle mission? She's going to be a substitute. <laughs> That's a dad dead astronaut joke. 
<laughs> oh my god. There are more, but I'm not putting them. As usual, do not send any extras to me. It's just submitted. You can't send to him either. Damn. That was great. Anyway, guys, go right now. Uh, watch All City Special. It's great. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I, it. It was a really great one. It looked good. Uh, Eric Abrams and, and, and Jordan Levy did it. Uh, they're doing mine, which will also, I'm excited to show you this fucking design. Lauren Halpern made this fucking sick, sick design. And I got to show you these posters that uh, Cody made too. I wonder if I should put them on Instagram or not, but they're fucking sick. Limited edition posters will be there um, at the roulette. Yamakas. I got fucking interesting merch for this one. Anyway, thank you all as you think. This has been Ari Shafir Skepitsank, episode 473. That's right, the area code of Granada. Um, Festival of Hustlers. For Ali Sadiq, I'm Ari Shafir. Saying so long, everybody. Now go watch Ali's special. Go watch it right now. Oh, you can't wait. Just fucking go watch it. I'm fucking envious of you because you because I've already watched it and you have yet to watch it. You're in for a fucking treat. See you guys later. Have a good night. I'm telling you on how I feel Gonna hurt your mind Don't you dare Jump on, jump on Get on me, alright I'm giving you on count three Just show yourself or let it be I'm telling you just watch your mind